This is a Galactic Network podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, most likely gentlemen, you are about to listen to the podcast of terror. This podcast is terrorable. That's terrorable, not terrible. It's actually a great podcast, but it is terrorable. It is full of terror. It's discussing movies that are full of horror and terror. And that means there are probably going to be adult themes and there's going to be adult words, you know, curse words, bad words. Uh, There's going to be references to potty humor based on the hosts, Matt and Corey, who I love. So if adult themes, adult words, and potty humor are not your thing, or if spoilers for terrorable movies are not your thing, then this terrorable podcast is not for you. Listen to something else, maybe 90s percentile, the worst episode ever, a Simpsons podcast. But... If you do like terror, you love things full of terror, you love terror, then this terrible podcast is for you. Podcast of Terror coming up right now. It's fucking terrible. Video people. Yeah, well, so what happened is we kind of were forced into it. Um, because Corey and I, like he's in Michigan and I'm in Wisconsin and he was originally in California and everyone's never anywhere near us. So we had no choice but to record using the internet and, uh, fucking here we are. And we still don't really have much of a choice now. You already have to drive four hours to band practice every weekend. So he's not wrong. Meeting up for a podcast is probably, it's actually two hours and 20 minutes, but you know, who's counting? Maybe it was like four. Well. On the return trip, I hit four. Got it. All right. Hey, let's go old school. Matt, what you drinking? Uh, It's called Wake Up, Neo. I shit you not. Is it really? Yeah, it's a Matrix scan. What brewery is it? Um, Triptych. It's nearish, you guys. Really? Nope, never mind. I lied. Illinois. It is well, straight well, south of me. <laughs> a buddy of mine went out to uh, Asheville, uh, North Carolina, and brought oh, this back for me. So I just assumed it was closer to there. I didn't realize it was here. Well, I uh, uh, I grabbed this in your honor, Matt. I a am bottle going to of be horse cum. Close. It's a Fago Red Pop. Oh, man. Rock and Rye is on the clearance table at the gas station. I almost bought it. I got a Rock and Rye in the fridge right now. Uh, it was always a weird flavor. They don't make Diet Rock and Rye, and I got to keep this shit tight. Uh, so the one Fago is gonna really blow it up for you, Matt. It has nothing to do with all the ice cream. Well, that is so much sugar. That is, uh, I started eating Halo Top, um, because Matt Vincent said I looked like a mattress. Uh, Oh, oh. what? Whoa, whoa. (laughs) I I really took that out of context. So, I I do a Fast and the Furious podcast with Matt Vincent, who was on the show, and uh, he recently has lost like a hundred pounds, but he's like a fitness dude. All he does is work out. Yeah. And uh, I made some comment. I'm like, yeah, but I like like potato chips more than not eating potato chips. And he goes, I like not looking like a mattress. I was like, all right, man. Damn. But dude dude used to be a big boy. He, he's a strong man and stuff, but whatever. It is what it I is. would like to get sponsored by the Halo Top mattress, though. That sounds delightfully soft. It does. Well, you just made something up. Halo Top is fake ice cream and right. not a mattress, but... Halo top mattress. I don't know. I had to take a break from ice cream ever since the news came out of people licking it. That's what you got to get the one with like the condom on it. Yeah. 
I don't know. I'm just getting ice cream like pops now, like the coconut bliss kind. Yeah, I also didn't know people were licking it, so now I need to reassess my life. It's a thing. I mean, it's probably Wait. made up by the government to keep us distracted, but it's like a thing that people are like going into ice cream into grocery stores and like opening the ice cream and licking the top of it and then closing it, putting it back in the fridge. Huh. Yeah. We, people are fucking monsters. Yeah, they are. We're going off of people like posting shit on on their TikToks or whatever. And and okay, so I lick this and I I put it away. But then immediately afterwards, when the camera's off, I take it back and I go up and I pay for it, or at least dump it on the floor and make it seem like something happened that wasn't me licking it. I hope you would hope, <laughs> yeah. But but I live by a very simple set of rules, and one of my rules is never look too closely at the McNugget. Mm. I love McNuggets. One time I ate fifty. Right. It, it's it, but it's basically good. we don't have an understanding of where our food comes from. What what the process is, what's in it. We know that there's a legal amount of rat droppings and things according to the government. And that's probably gone to shit fucking hill. Hell's because character. who comes to get goddamn now? We know what the president eats. So I don't imagine that fucking ice cream getting link, licked is the worst that's going to happen to us. And and goddamn, there's probably like 6,000 kinds of chloride in that shit anyways. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna have my Ben and Jerry's and shut the fuck up. Hey, before you start talking about chemtrails, can we introduce our guests? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hi guys. I had to nip that one in the butt. It was only four minutes and fifteen seconds in, but uh, our guests are Ben and Jerry. <laughs> ben and Jerry, popular ice cream connoisseurs. Um, that's not very nice. They're very nice people. I met them at the introvert conference. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kenny and Katie from the haunted Harder Park. Harder Park. <laughs> I'm only on my second beer. Um, having a stroke? Nah, it's just mush mouth because I'm tired and drinking. So Sundays, hi guys. Hey, hi. hi. Should talk about your show. I know yeah. we've mentioned it, but now you're here, and you can do it better justice than I can. This is like when people ask me to tell them about myself, and I freeze up because I'm such a uh, uh, an introvert. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say an introvert? Because that would be fucking awesome. You just throw a shuriken at their face and then run. Jesus Christ. Yep. Yeah, an introvert. Yeah. So that's a good thing for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, our show is the Haunted Heart Podcast. And we um, have an hour-long podcast that we release on Wednesdays where we talk about all manner of bullshit, vampires, zombies, murder, mayhem. Uh, and then on the weekends, we do a show called Netflix and Kill, where we talk about horror films that are currently streaming on Netflix. Mm -hmm. I was very excited to see you guys do an episode of the, the with the babysitter, and then I yeah. listened to it, and yeah. I'm really glad you hated it, because I had some issues with the movies you picked. Yeah, I hated it a lot. Yeah, we've, um, it, it's difficult finding you know something that's really good on netflix but sometimes you i mean you get a few gems in there that yeah. are like that are pretty cool yeah i think the baby the reason i was pretty vitriolic on uh you on hated the, that shit here the, the thing is that i love that type of horror when it's done right like it is my favorite type of like totally like comedy like horror comedy slasher like kind of has that vibe of like back when you were a kid and things were simpler and like, you know, and like hot chicks just killing people, but like, it's awesome. But they just fucked it up so bad. And I was like, why did you do this to me? But I was out the minute that she fucked up her Star Trek reference. 
yeah, I can't, you, I can't stand for that. You got out of control upset about that, and I don't really <laughs> give a shit about Star Trek, but I could see how someone could be as upset as you. I also live my life like half drunk at all times. Yeah. So I just, I don't know, man. But I want to be clear that this show is is being hosted and broadcasting on a network that is sci-fi based. Yeah. And we're the only show so, that is not sci-fi nerd. Let me mention, related. I should I should explain to our newfound friends how this show came about. Because I was on a round, sci-fi roundtable and all I did was complain about how I hated everything. <laughs> and then Corey's like, give that man a, a horror podcast. And here we are four years later. There you go. Yeah. I love sci-fi. I think there's something about, and I think other female sci-fi fans potentially feel this way. We get so much shit for like, like people figure out that you're into Star Trek and they're like, wait, but really, are you, are you really into Star Trek? Like, do you know, like this super obscure reference from this one particular episode? And it's like, they feel the need to quiz you. And Mm. to, to watch somebody fuck up something like, so bad that's so obvious i'm just like oh man this is like the typical hot girl trope but they didn't do their research mm. so i had like my brother watched uh, next generation a lot when i was a kid mm-hmm. and because i wanted to hang out with my older brother i always watched it yeah and uh the points you made like just right over my fucking head Same. Uh, it's <laughs> like, and i've watched this shit and i just was like yeah whatever i don't really care <laughs> and here's the here's the better point is that that line that that woman had to read about star trek in that thing was yeah. probably written by a dude right a dude who doesn't fucking know shit right so he's the one who fucked it up for everybody right and i'm like fuck you dude probably busy, that girl busy squeezing is, is tits possibly guys gonna have to answer for that she's probably gonna be like at cons and stuff and they're gonna say yeah but you don't know shit about star trek and she's like it wasn't my job to know shit about star trek it was my job to read the lines that some asshole wrote so talk to him but she's gonna get shit about it for the rest of her fucking life yes yeah. Well, if you go to the cons where I met Katie and Kenny, no one's around. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's an upside. <laughs> it was terrible, dude. I'm not uh... right at the time when everybody like I watched everyone just like abandon their booths for Shake Shack, and I was like, "What is happening?" Yeah, it was pretty. Um, <laughs> you know, it's I, not closed, right? Like there are still people here. I told her I was like, "What's going on?" I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, and that's the whole reason that my wife was like, let's walk around. Everyone's fucking gone. Right. Exactly. Yeah, because people come through during lunch. You got to be a real a real podcaster and eat your fucking lunch. They're going to see you eat it in your arm. <laughs> don't you, I was going to say, are you be like hardcore podcaster like we are and just not have an audience? It makes <laughs> it so much easier to get meals in. Seven strong. Seven strong. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. it was like uh, everyone just left, and I'm like, let's just like uh, DoorDash our shit in. But then they just didn't give us like utensils or anything. Dude, that our- fucking happened to me the night before. I did Uber Eats from like because Chicago's not that far from me. Like I'm going back this weekend. Right. Well, I'm going to Rosemont, but uh, that means nothing to you. No, um, it doesn't. <laughs> by the, not at all. It's by the air. Oh, you did you fly in or did you drive in? We flew. So Rosemont's by the airport. Okay. So, okay. anyways. Um, I got like a salad with my cheeseburger. Let that one wrap around. And they didn't give me a fucking fork. And my wife's like, just go to the lobby and kill. And I said, no, I'm just going to eat it with my hand. So I just <laughs> bear pawed lettuce in my mouth because I was, I'm stubborn. Well, that's how we were. What did you order? You ended up ordering. Um... um, We ordered Indian. 
so I got paneer uh, masala. Which is just like the soupy just, like thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I'm just like <laughs> scooping with the lid of the rice like into my face. In your mouth. As people are like moving through the lobby of this. <laughs> yeah, they're looking at us and they're like, oh, she must be a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> are you, uh, you guys going to go back next year? Yeah, I think so. Maybe. Uh-oh. I don't know. We yeah. actually talked about doing uh, CrimeCon, actually, yeah. um, next year, possibly. Yeah. We want to do CrimeCon, and then we want to do Mad Monster in Charlotte, or in Charlotte, North Carolina. That's more of, like, a horror con. Yeah. Well, that's, that's not yeah, we were thinking of, yeah, we were thinking of doing that just to sort of, like, break away from, I guess... From or, people who leave their, leave their podcast booths to... Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I heard some talk that it's going to be in Milwaukee next year. Oh really? Which okay. is a less of a drive for me, and it's in my state. So yeah, there's good beer there too. I also hear you people fry cheese. So like oh, really. Oh, oh, honey. Um. So <laughs> Erica from Apex and the Abyss is a good friend of mine, and and Corey's too. So her and her husband came. This is the whole reason that my wife and I went, and they were like flabbergasted that I brought them not fried cheese curds, like fresh cheese curds, and my wife brought her own brick of cheese to eat in the hotel room. And they were just fucking blown away by this. And I'm like, this is this is normal. Like, we there's cheese shops on the highway. Like, we stopped and I got beef jerky and cheese on the way down. So I had snacks. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's nice. All right, maybe we'll go for the cheese. Well, I mean, or just go to Milwaukee. I'll meet you there. And I will bring you enough beer to drown a small child. It, it's I'll nice try. to or our feelings cheese when you're traveling because then you don't have to worry about shitting the entire weekend but see i've I've grown up eating that much cheese like it doesn't affect me everyone's like well i'm not gonna shit i'm like i think i don't shit correctly if i don't eat enough cheese like my body doesn't know what to do without that without cheese like it's the next step in your evolution exactly my final form is just a human cheese curd he's just gonna grow (laughs) udders and milk himself to death i used to melt a plate of cheese curds and then just eat it with a fork Oh, I used to do that with mozzarella cheese sticks. Like Fuck the yeah, I've done that too. You get the little oh, crust yeah. around the end. Yep. <sighs> yeah. Right. We need to, we need to take a five. I gotta go rub one out. Um. Yeah. What type of cheese uh, would you be? If I was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this is a. I like this question a lot. Huh. <laughs> Probably, I would say like, I would say like a brie. Because I'm like barely holding it together on the outside, but then you cut in and it's just like. <laughs> That's not where I thought you were going. I thought you were just really into death metal pig squeals. <laughs> I guess not. No, no. Corey, I, uh, I guess Kenny, what kind of cheese would you be? Uh, pepper Jack, most definitely. Because you're spicy? Yeah. White I and spicy? Know. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, I just I could I could consume my weight in pepper jack cheese. Uh-huh. Like I I could just smother my face in pepper jack cheese. It probably is not a great idea, but yeah. Do you like the spicy stuff? Silence of the curds. Yeah, then I'd eat myself. Oh, that would. Yeah. Do you like spicy food? I love spicy okay. food. Yeah, I, they have like ghost pepper and habanero and shit here. The, the same variation. Do they do like a ghost pepper pepper jack? Well, it's just a ghost pepper Monterey Jack. Hmm. So, it, yes, I should have said yes. I'm sorry. I, I said that and I felt very stupid. <laughs> like that sentence came out of my mouth and my brain said, what are you doing? <laughs> what about you guys? What cheese would you be? 
Ooh, I'm gonna go with a finely aged cheddar because mm. I'm a little crunchy on the inside. With the calcification. Yeah, but damn, am I exquisite? But you're sharp though, right? You're yeah, not I'm a, sharp you're as not a fuck. No, I'm like the sharpest cheddar. Like you can get 15 year aged sharp cheddar if you can afford it here. Uh-huh. It's like twenty five dollars a pound. It's out of control, but it is fucking worth it, and it'll last forever because they already cut the mold off. Yeah, yeah. Corey, how about you? Uh, I'm I'm also aged uh, very much so, but I'm more of a dry cheese, so I would probably be a Parmesan. Mm. I assume you'd be Limburger because I think you probably smell funny. Well, fuck you, and uh, and you leave a bad taste in my mouth every day. <laughs> I think the best taste. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I feel kind of bad about that one, but not bad enough to say sorry. Yeah, <laughs> roast moon engaged. Yeah, I um kind of forgot what we were talking about. The beer's kicking in. Um, other than the cheese, I mean, I remember the cheese conversation, but I think we were saying something before. That. I think you guys are talking about conventions, and oh, yeah. since this was was this the first convention that you guys went to as as guests, essentially? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, so so you don't you shouldn't be tied to one place yet. You should kind of jump around and find the, the, what really fits and works for you. So going to the same place next year doesn't make a lot of sense. You wanna you wanna spread out and and see where is your spot. Yeah. yeah. Well, we found that a lot of not. Rut row. Rut row is right. Uh, we're really big on, but we find that like if you if you are the type of person who just as a rule does not like horror, you will not like our show. So it kind of makes sense to us to go towards the like horror convention route because those are kind of our people. So you're whereas gonna... you have a lot of people who listen to true crime who are like not. Yeah, crime cons in New Orleans, right? Yeah, so uh, just... it was this year, but I think they might move. Uh, next year okay well for the sake of the joke we're going to say it's in new orleans again next year i was going to say you're going to go where the whores are yeah <sighs> no. really fucked that one up katie if matt and i were going to go where our audience is it would probably be to like a jack-in-the-box it would be in sheboygan because that's where 50 percent of our audience is from because they're just friends of mine right <laughs> yeah never i have no friends who listen to our show that sorry that means nothing you get sheboygan wisconsin's where i grew up um it's a weird weird place lots of meth there was a kid who got stuck in a claw machine one time. True story. True fucking story. There's grocery stores called Piggly Wigglies, also referred to as the Wobbly Okay. So there was a kid who climbed inside of the claw machine. And then Sheboygan was on national news because of this. And um, the more I drink, the more Wisconsin accent I get. So like I've, I have a really good friend of mine in Kansas. So when I say bag... He always makes fun of me because he's like, it wouldn't bag instead of bag. So it's a long A sound. So um, like a week and a half later, I went down to St. Louis to play a show with my band at the time. And I met a guy and I told him I was where I was from. And he goes, I thought Sheboygan was in a different country. He goes, everyone talks so funny there. Like, yeah, it's like real (laughs) thick, youper, like German Canadian accents. It's pretty fucking bad. I like how the world like comes together uh, about the story of a young girl who gets caught down in a well and and it it touches the hearts of America and we all like grow stronger as a people but your town it's like he got <laughs> caught in a claw machine at the he Piggly just Wiggly the fucking squi- the squid 
you were you're like the Dean Koontz compared to the Stephen King of the Well Girl. It is just you're such a fucking also ran. You're like the 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 batshit fucking bull crap throwaway movie that is a rip off of Jurassic Park that Blockbuster used to stock. It's like, oh look, uh, old dinosaur world thing. Have uh, have either of you ever been to like North Dakota or Minnesota? No, but I'm weirdly obsessed with a town in North Dakota called Wolf Creek. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a TV show and all yeah, that shit. Yeah. yeah. Before that, like many, 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 many years ago, I got fixated on that on like a map, and I was like, if I at the point when I reach the full point of saturation of just fuckery in my life, yeah. I'm gonna drop everything and move to Wolf Creek. Hmm. Interesting. Well, when you move to Wolf Creek, you will likely encounter the term "op sorry." <laughs> so. Oh. Is that what everybody says there? Well, we do it here too, and it happened last night. I was helping a band load their shit off, and the next band was loading in, and a guy and I kind of intersected, and we just both went, oops, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that level of politeness that I'm, like, like scared of. Well, and that's... um, What is ope? It's just like a... Like a... Like oops. Yep, see? I hope you guys start doing this now. Oh. Where the fuck have you guys been? <laughs> That's our next podcast episode. We just hope. Oh. Yeah, just yeah, say hope oh, for 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That level of politeness uh, scares me as someone from the South. We are all really loud and yelly at each other all the time. Well, yeah. I, don't, I don't know about all of it. But we do. Well, I guess we do have like the excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're you're because you guys are you're from South Carolina, Virginia. Uh, Southern Virginia. It's but just a fucking blob of Southern fried chicken to me. Yeah, it's I know nothing about it and and humidity. That's yeah. all I know about your area. So super humid. We're from Southern Virginia, but it's on the border of like Virginia and North Carolina. So it's like depending on where you're at, you can walk out your back door and be in North Carolina. So it's it's just right there. So pretty much it's, you either say you're from Southern Virginia or North Carolina for the most part. So. I mean, I'll put it to you this way. The town is called Dry Fork. Yeah. Like that's the <laughs> Sorry. Uh-huh. I want to Dry <laughs> Fork my wife later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dry, dry Fork, two words. And uh, yeah, it's our town. Um, I feel like you're on the border of North Carolina and South Virginia or where the fuck you were talking about. There should be a big sign there that already just says, oh, sorry. South Virginia doesn't <laughs> exist, Corey. I want to put that out there Maybe before we get emails. That's, that's a good point. Sorry. You guys are in D.C. though now, right? About. Yeah, we're in D.C. Yeah. now. Living the big city life. Yeah. Oh, so in D.C., by the time the person gets to, oh, sorry, you're already on your second clip. You're yeah. just like... <laughs> Oh, yeah. You should apologize faster. I'm um, sorry. I just shot ten of you. Fine. Do you guys? Because yeah. you were asking about. You said something about good beer. I'm gonna help you out here. Yeah. Where? I know nothing about Washington D.C. I was there once in eighth grade, and I uh-huh. bought uh, a Pantera CD there. That's my uh-huh. interactions. There's a brewery in Henderson. No, Drainsville, Virginia. Yeah, I know oh, where that Henderson, is. Henderson, Virginia. Oh, fucking whatever. Aslan Brewing. Go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been there. I get that shit mailed to me because you can't get it here. It's really, really good. You're, yeah, I mean, you're not going to find much better here. 
Unless really? You, unless you don't want to feel your face. <laughs> like we we do a lot of like dark, like dark dark beers, real thick okay. shit, like two C okay. thick shit out here. Aslan's really good at the whole like IPA stuff. Yeah. Um. There's another really good brewery. Shit. called Vanished Brewery. If you've ever seen their stuff. Vanished? Vanish. Vanish like Oh, Vanish. Okay. You drink it and then disappear into the night. That. Yep. Is it's out by you, I assume? Uh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. It's in um I think it's actually It says it's in Leesburg, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh I think. It's next but to Skills USA, in case you're interested. What? It's next to Skills USA. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I'm either because that brewery's in the middle of fucking nowhere. That's how you know it's good. There's one in um, it's south of Indianapolis called 450 North, and it's just in a fucking cornfield. Yep, there you go. Yeah. Cool. Sorry, I could I don't talk all day about beer. Really. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't drink beer. Are you? What are you? Dr- I saw you were you're sipping on something, and it looks like maybe a White Russian. No, okay. it's not. It's um an amaretto sour. All right. So at least it's not like. Vagina juice like Corey and his red pop. <laughs> Corey doesn't I drink, so nor- okay, I got it for you in the show. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's not. Um, no, don't do that. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm typically I like I stick to like either like I like gin and I like tequila and and wine, but beer I can't do. Dark liquors can't like I can't do any of that, and I don't typically like vodka or rum. So I drink all the stuff that he doesn't drink. Yeah. Um, well, you guys are like a power couple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm pouring my third beer because that's what I think of this. <laughs> no, you guys are delightful. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having us. I remember when I wrote the mess, the email, and I'm like, how do I not sound fucking insane? <laughs> like, hey, remember when we randomly met that one time when you met a bunch of people? Come on my show. <laughs> don't we all though i feel like i go through that anxiety there was i, I don't uh, give a fuck about any of that i just close my <laughs> eyes and type and hit send and then i'm like nah, we'll deal with this one later yeah <laughs> it works out fine most of the time it works out fine and if it doesn't then you can just be like wow there was um a lady like a drunk amazon order a.m or p.m up at your front door well are we ordering at a.m or p.m because that's two very different orders <laughs> Yeah, all that went over. So there was this this lady. When are you less sober? A soccer mom. Depends on the day. Uh, there was a soccer mom at that that podcast festival, and I was. She asked about what shows I did, and I was like, "Yeah, I do a, a Fast and the Furious one called Cast and the Furious." And she goes, "I've heard of it." I said, "No, you haven't." <laughs> She's like, "No, no, no. I'm pretty sure I have." And I'm like, "No." I said, "We did one episode, and it just came out. You haven't heard of it." And she just stared at me, and I'm like, "It's okay." <laughs> so, thanks for trying to lie to me magic some marketing genius came up with the title speaking of marketing genius um because of uh kenny and katie coming on i have spent all day doing satan things oh i watched a documentary called hail satan um about the satanic temple which was actually really interesting and i wanted to watch it and i just happened to watch it it had nothing it literally had nothing to do with you guys that's a really good documentary though. it is um a buddy of mine does beer glassware I'm trying to get this in there. So it's his, he's a grind pint series. So it's just got a bunch of upside down crosses and this big ass pig head on it. This is what I grab a drink out of. So if you like glasses, go check out random. It's random shit press. Random or, shit. Yeah, or RS press. He's a really good friend of mine. 
I'm gonna put it in. Still not a sponsor. Okay, that's fine. Um, he so he did he did um a woman's rights wine glass. So like a portion of all the proceeds are going to the Women's Right Foundation. Um, and he has like this huge backing from the Satanic Church for for this glass. And that's kind of how the, the watching Hail Satan came up and and this whole thing. What's his website? Our uh, random s press dot big cartel i think otherwise he's it's mostly instagram oh got it oh i found it okay good yeah so he's he's the vocalist in a band called migrator if you're into doom metal probably -hmm. probably not i don't see you two as being big doom fans i don't know that i know doom metal now i used to be really big into metal i used to follow this band around uh, I used to follow this band around that was called Shuttersome. I think and you just made like, that up. No, I didn't. Is I it didn't. Shutter Sun or Shuttersome? They were um, only famous in like our general 30 mile vicinity. Oh, boy. <laughs> but it was a lot. It was a lot. So is it. So, sh- I thought it was metal, but I don't know do metal. Is it Shutter Sun or Shutter Sun? It was one word Shuttersome. That just takes two words and oh, put them you together. Oh, metal yeah. after it. He's like, it's 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 black quantum metal. It's uh, it's uh, refried free holy metal. It's it's some <laughs> all the fucking time. I don't think any of this shit exists. And the worst <laughs> thing is when people are like, "Oh, you're in a death metal band," and I'm like, "No, no, no I'm not in a death metal band." You like, need to do like a, a chart of something. Fucking, of just I'm gonna pull out a, a Venn like. diagram and be like, "This is us. <laughs> this is death metal." And at some point, the paper is completely black with black ink on, and you can't read any of it. You're like, that's where my band is. <laughs> you can probably get that with this print. I'm pretty sure I can. I already got it ordered. So wait, what what type of metal is your metal band? Is it doom metal? No, 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 no. Doom metal is too slow for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's more of like a chaotic hardcore kind of music, like The Chariot and uh, Some yeah. Every Time I Die, stuff like that. Okay. Uh, a lot of weird time signatures, time changes. Um, okay. Sometimes I got to smoke drugs so I can comprehend what our guitar player is doing. It's 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 a thing. Um, yeah. I made beer glasses because I drink a lot. That is such a great way to just say that. Well, we're not really trying. You know, the the tempo changes and and the guitar sometimes goes out of tune and the, the singer just walks out of the room every once in a while. It's really heavy. It's it's yeah. what it's what happens when five guys realize that they're not going to be famous musicians, all get married, have kids, and real jobs, but still want to play in a heavy metal band. Huh. Okay. That's yeah. literally what happened because we were in a we were the same guys in a different band with like singing hooks. It was more like under oathy. And then uh. they started having kids, and I went back to school, and we were just like, well, let's just do this for fun. And now we're angry. So, so is it like dad metal now? <laughs> Technically, well, not all of us are dads. Uh, okay. They change a diaper, too. So yeah, two fifths of us, well, three, yeah, two fifths of us don't have kids. Oh, okay. okay. So, dad ish metal? Dad adjacent metal? Dad adjacent yeah. metal. And weekend dad metal? It's drunk on weekend metal. Yeah, that's. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I suppose we should probably talk about this movie, though. We should. Yeah, I kind of prolonged that one. Yeah, that's a good. It's a good lead-in. Yeah, I think so. Good. I think it makes sense, right? So that's, a, that's a smooth transition. Yeah, a lot of metal in this movie. Yeah. Beatmaster just called me a sugar daddy. I don't hate that. 
Sorry, I don't know if either of you are paying any attention to the. the I'm looking at yeah. Phil Rude's here. He draws stuff. Yeah, I've got a couple of Phil's books sitting right in front of really? here. Did you yeah, know Phil to show up? Plan that? No, no, I've, I've no. had him up here for the last couple of weeks. Actually, yeah. so. Phil's been a guest. He's a longtime friend of Corey's. Um, I like his stuff on Instagram once in a while. Oh. Actually, I think he probably knew you before he knew me. I I don't feel comfortable that that's the truth, so I'm just gonna say no. <laughs> what, you, what what does Phil draw? Penis. Sorry, I was talk about this movie, but I got it. No, that's yeah. fine. I'll let Phil fill you in. It's a really cool comic on Webtoons right now. Um, it's a scientist cat that fights dinosaurs. And uh, he these books are illustrated novels that he's done. Uh, he's he's done some stuff with other people. He just completed the Camp NaNoWriMo challenge where he wrote a 50,000-word novel this month. Uh, about Bigfoot, and he's not telling me anything more than that so far. So I'm going to taunt him and call him out as much as possible. I, I pooped every day this month. What do I win? Uh, <laughs> you win the opportunity to listen to Phil's podcast as well. He has a podcast? Oh my God. I've seen <laughs> such a terrible Jesus person. Christ, really? Yeah. Um, Most days I don't mountain. put my underwear on the right direction. So let's just let this one slide. Yeah. I had yeah. a streak of doing that with my pants this week. I put my pants on wrong three days in a row. So, so I was I was joking. <laughs> I that's why I'm a little concerned now. Um, did you leave the yeah. house with your pants on backwards? No. Okay, so they're they're like girl pants, so they were more like leggings. So they're oh okay. Identical to the fucking back of them. Yeah. And don't have any tags in them, and so you just put them so on wrong. What and then difference does it make? There's more space in the back. For your ass. Oh, I, I assume that there was just a pocket, and she's like, "Holy shit, the pocket's in the front!" All of a sudden. No, they don't have pockets because they're not. Uh, yeah, they're up to that. Yes, yeah. they don't. They don't have pockets because that's no. insane. My no, wife wears oh, shit of those things. Yeah, the, the fake pockets. Yeah, yeah, but no, um, yeah, they had fake pockets in the back, and that's what gave it away. Oh, so okay. found out though. So, realized it all three times before I walked into work, so that's good. Also, Matt's about to recommend a band that is Yoga Leggings Metal, and uh, you probably will not like them. They're a little too dark for you. I actually want to look this up. Yoga? Yoga, Yoga Leggings Metal. He, Yoga he's, works. he's making a joke, but now i got to find out if there's a, lo- a Yoga Leggings Like a soccer band. mom band that does, like, <sighs> Yoga death metal. metal in a, well, they, in a do, they do metal yoga. Now yes. that's a thing. Yes, that is a thing. Because goats are involved in yoga, and we know that goats are the the devil's children. Well, if you watch Hail Satan, pretty, pretty eye opening. I actually knew a bunch of that already. Um, Lou that would be really Lemon cool. Though, you do band. like you do hot yoga, and Black Philip comes walking out and prances on your back, and you know, metal yoga bones. I'm Not in cool. a dark corner of the internet right now, guys. <laughs> Yeah, it was. There's like videos of like a met, yoga metal. Yeah, I don't hate this. Two thousand. What's the do your sun salutation? Yeah, warrior <laughs> two. <laughs> I mean, I might actually would attempt to go to yoga. Dude, yoga's great. Like I've done it once. Helps. She brought me to it one time. No, no, I that wasn't you. yoga. Yeah. That was 
I took Sorry. him to a sound healing class. There's a, a Chinese buffet? No. Oh. <laughs> no, I've taken him that many times. Yeah. I took him to um, a sound healing class at my yoga studio, like halfway as a joke. But what, then we got there. What is sound was, healing, though? Huh? What is sound healing? Lay down on the ground and someone just screams directly in your face. <laughs> and Did you laugh? Yeah. Yeah, like um, I feel like I would just start laughing at someone. So, so it was hosted by like this couple who were both very um, vegan, they and could they be from midsummer. Strike yeah, one could be from from midsummer. Um, so they like walk in and they have all these like crystal bowls and like shit and like gold like little finger clackers from band class, and like they they come in and they spend like thirty minutes just talking without picking up any instruments at all, talking to us about sound and our chakras and Kenny who has no background at all in progress is like totally lost. And I who have like a little bit of background in chakra that I, um, fake a lot of, um, and I've never been called out on. Um, I'm just kind of like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> and then they started like making sounds and we were kind of like, we laughed through probably the first half of it. But then, like, the end of it was pretty cool. When we got to lay down, it was cool. But then one guy fell asleep, and then he was snoring really well. Oh, yeah, because you got vegan people screaming at you, so you know they get winded partway through. They don't have any energy. <laughs> it was a lot. It was a By lot. the way, after after a session of metal yoga, I like to go and do a little flogging Molly Tai Chi. <sighs> Actually, that sounds amazing. It does sound amazing. <laughs> I would sign up for that. I want to do one of the yoga classes where they curse and drink beer. Throughout. Oh, that's, that's like, pretty easy yeah. to come by here. Like yeah. breweries do yoga here. Our breweries do too, but it's like a it's like a thing. Every one that I've been to, and I've only been to like two, but every one that I've been to, like they're actually like doing like they're seriously doing yoga and then they drink beer. But I want to oh. like at the same time and not really care about the yoga part as much. Yeah, I hear you. It doesn't seem that seems to be somewhat frowned upon. Yeah, it's because you don't live in Wisconsin. What are you? Okay, so. This is a topic that's come up recently that is very interesting to me. What are your like booze laws? When can you start buying beer? When does it stop? And are there any days of the week in which you can't? Well, it depends on where, what part. Because you have dry counties, right? Uh, I don't think we're... So you can buy beer and wine in any liquor, in any gas station here. Okay. You can kind of buy... You can buy that anytime, 24 hours. And then... Oh, actual like hard liquor you have to go to the abc store for and those are only open like 9 9. a.m to like 9 p.m on monday through friday and then i think weekends it's saturday might be the same but i think sunday they don't open till like sunday they're closed no are you sure or do they open at noon no i think they're open because i don't there's no like because some places have like where you can't buy alcohol on sundays Uh and i don't think we i don't think they have that here okay Maybe I, I think it's shorter hours on Sunday. Yeah. Well, this is reaffirming. We're not alcoholics. No, we're yeah, alcoholics. totally for sure. Uh, you can buy liquor in Walgreens here. Yeah, yeah. yeah same. Oh, you can. Okay, okay. Because yeah. a, a lot of states, um, like I think. Um, no wait, liquor or beer? Oh no, no, you can get hard liquor. There's there's like a Jameson liquor. aisle. Shit. At yeah. Walgreens. Okay. Maybe yeah, not. we we can't do hard liquor there. We can yeah. get beer. Well, like when we went to Nola that one time and. That was a Walgreens, right? Yeah. We went to a Walgreens and it was like hard liquor, tequila, all of the above. Yeah. But Virginia is not that. 
not that level. Yeah. No. Yeah, Wisconsin's on a different level. Like liquor stores open at eight a.m. Nola has uh, drive-through daiquiri uh, shops. Mm-hmm. Texas has drive-through liquor stores, which I think is strange. We haven't gotten we to that point yet, here. but you yeah. can't be outside two months out of the year. Yeah. Huh. All right, let's actually talk about the movie now. Okay. <laughs> no more sidetracks. Okay. We're talk- Wait, are we doing? We're talking about Us. I hate this movie. Changed my mind. <laughs> you hate oh, it? Shit. I watched it one time, not of legal standards. Um, and I was like, I really want to watch this again. So when you guys wanted to watch it, I got very excited. Yeah. I fucking hate this movie. All right. <laughs> Changed my mind. You're like sitting, you're like that meme and you're sitting at the table and you're just like, I hate us. Change my mind. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I was like, towards the end and I'm like, wow, I'm really glad that they hated the babysitter because I liked it and I hate this. Fix it. I, I kept waiting for many more's husband to die. I heard something about a crockpot fire. I was completely confused by this. What? Oh, that's this is us, is it? Oh, oh. Yeah. I, was, I, was like, I was like, wait. Can you I, didn't know, I didn't know Mandy Moore was in This Is Us. Yeah. Because I'm straight. Oh yeah. But yeah. you know, I, I Mandy Moore is a delight. No, she is. She's a super cute girl, I guess, and wrote acceptable music. <sighs> I don't know about that, but whatever. I don't know either. I was I I think when she was writing music, oh. I was going to like Slayer shows and stuff. I mean, she's a couple notches up on your metal band chart. You know, she's probably still in the gray area there. Maybe more metal. <laughs> Maybe more metal. Maybe more metal. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so... a band name by next week, it's going to be, because it, that's too good not to use. This podcast is just ripe with show and band names. We came so, up with Gwen Stefani's Bush here. Gwen Stefani's Bush. Yeah, it's a Bush cover band with Gwen Stefani as a singer. Yeah. Right. Anyways, sorry. Yeah. I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> So, uh, by the way, and we're we're one hundred percent spoils. You can spoil everything. Oh, okay. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Cool. Don't don't hold back. Good, good. Um, so I have to ask my follow up question to you, saying that you hate us. It's eight inches. Did you? Oh, sorry. Also, oh, the movie. Sorry. Okay. Um, did you also hate? Get out. I didn't like it as much as everyone else did. Um, yeah. So I didn't having seen us one time through i was like well i want to rewatch it because now that i know what the twist is at the end how there was a twist yeah everyone stood around and they did the twist yeah and um, there was there was a whole dance sequence yeah um which i i did think that was stupid because there kind of was but um having known what the twist was i wanted to watch i wanted to watch it again and kind of pick up the subtleties. So like when when she's told that they're going back to Santa Cruz and like the look on her face. Yeah. But my biggest complaint, sorry, I'm just skipping through everything and going straight to what hate what I hate. Um yeah. when they first broke into the house, why wasn't she just like, "Bitch, why?" Oh, sorry. Uh Schlitzy's in the chat. He says he hasn't seen us. I'm going to ruin it for you. But yeah, this is what we do here, so we apologize. <laughs> oh, damn well, it. He's going to leave. He doesn't want spoilers. Schlitzy, watch us and then listen to this. We'll talk about it next weekend. He's, uh, we're going to Flashback Weekend in Chicago next weekend. Um, so, okay. So what I didn't like is when they first show up at the house and the voice thing, I get why she did that because um, she, you know, got, yeah. Um, but why wasn't she just like, hey, 
Like, fucking, I'm here to kill your entire family because of what you did. Why, like, all this cryptic, you know, rhyme shit, and it's like, I just... <sighs> That's the artistic license of it. The problem is, is that it, for me, it completely ruined any suspense as to what it was. It just, it, it was very obvious from the beginning when she sees herself in the, the mirror or whatever that it's going to be that they've switched. That just... It, yeah. There was no way to not know that was going to happen. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think the twist was really that much of a twist. Right, it, it's a realization for the son. Yeah, it was just them telling us at the end that would be one thing, but they were showing us the perspective that the son had kind of figured it out, and she looked at him and just kind of dealt with it. It doesn't mean that she's not his mom, so he's got to live with that as well. Is that this person that he's known his whole life is not the person that everybody else knew before that, but. It is still his mother. It's his sister's mother. It the whole family and everything came from her. Right. But he does realize that she is the cause, essentially, of all of the stuff that happened that night. Right. And in that regard, the twist isn't as important, but it was so telegraphed by the fact that she's the only one that talks. Yeah. Uh, and everybody else just grunts. <laughs> and um, that's that's the other thing. Like everyone else seems so prehistoric ape like. And she somehow is like a free thinking independent woman who don't need no man. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that probably stemmed from her having outside world experience. Yeah. Before, because they were, they swapped. Yeah. Having like six years of development above ground. She had more development than the rest of the, of the people did. But what about the, the, uh, the initial, so the first before they swapped, that girl like had some inkling that her, you know what I mean? Like I just, yeah. Because yeah. when you well, see it, you see her like f- switch, and then she walks towards the stairs and goes up, and then um, there's like a, a sense of purpose. It wasn't kind of where everyone else was just moving because their tethered self was moving too. She was like going there with a purpose, and I don't know. It she just, still may have been special. But I wonder if you are looking at the control from the wrong angle, though, Matt, because I took it as we above ground people move because our tethered selves below ground move and they're being like made to move or guided by whoever, whatever sort of weird entity is controlling the underworld people. So like the reason that we marry the people that we marry, the reason that we you know, do the things that we do are because we're being controlled by those underworld people who are being controlled by some sort of yeah. secret government. So, the, yeah. So <laughs> the point would be that we are create they are creating whatever government or whatever this is yeah. has created these tethers is to control the people right. that are above ground. So like that whole monologue that Lupita Nyong'o does in the beginning is like, I took that to mean like she was, she was paired off with this, with the dark version of Winston Duke and they had a family. So that Lupita did that above and like that, it was like a control thing. Not that Lupita was making choices of her own free will. Yeah. What, what it seemed to be saying from what I, what I gathered of it is that the people that were created as clones, because uh, that's what they said. They were made by humans yeah. um, and it was in, in a sense to control the people above. But then they lost sight of the experiment and they just let them continue on down there. And that's why things got overrun. That's why there were multiple bunnies everywhere from the experiments. Um, But they didn't have souls of their own. They were tethered 
to the people above. Yeah. And so they they emulated what they did above. And so when she married, it was because up above the person got married. Their kids that were born became very similar as well. It's still in the tethering. But because they don't have a soul, they they assume that in killing the people above, they will start to gain some of that away from them. They, they, they're not going to be controlled anymore. They can build up their own power. I think in her character's case, what happened is that because they switched places and the other girl went down underneath, she became less powerful as the girl above became more powerful. And it was her that wanted to dance. She makes that statement of like, it's because of you dancing that I learned to dance. Um, Cause it was nothing that I had done before. So being above ground gave her abilities and, and strength and stuff that she wouldn't have had otherwise. And that's that sense of the movie is about privilege, the privilege of being above ground versus being below ground, being one of the real people, being one of the fake people and how that's seen. And when they're talking about, you know, with we're Americans, it's like we're we have everything that you have except for these inalienable rights because you treat us like we're subhuman, even though you didn't know we were there. Um, so it's to try to take that back is what the push of the film is. I, I get all of that. And that's why I don't see the twist as being that important. It's like it's not like an M. Night Shyamalan twist where the whole movie hinges on this thing having happened, but it also hinges on you not knowing it until the end and him suddenly explaining it to you and you being enlightened of like, oh, fuck, dead all the time. All right, sure. Um, this was, yeah, that's there, but the story is still about what these people were trying to take over and what they didn't have to what they're now going to try to gain. And the whole thing about Hands Across America is this joining up of like showing who they are to the world um, and and emulating this thing that she saw when in 1986, the last thing she went down there where she had this idea of it. But it's basically a we're here moment is we exist. This is a Black Lives Matter kind of thing. And that paints the picture of you didn't care that we were here um, you didn't know we were here. doesn't matter as much as you wouldn't have cared anyways. You would not give up what you were for us. So we're taking it and we're joining together. And now you can't ignore who we are anymore. I think. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with you as far as the, the whole thing hinging on privilege. Um, the Hands Across America thing was a little bit, that, that was the probably the one element that it was hard for me to connect with. Right. Because it seemed a little kitschy. It seemed only because of the fact that it happened in 1986 at the same time that she was right. Yeah. Traded off. Right. Yeah. So and how, powerful visual. How come if your above world self would headbutt your tethered self? Okay, so the dad. I'm fucking horrendous with names. Um, Winston Duke. Fine. <laughs> I know it's broken hot. Corey's really good with names too, and I'm like, I don't know that one. Um, so the dad, Gabe, let's call him by his movie name, okay, headbutts the boat and his tethered self, Abraham, which they all have names, which I thought was strange. Thanks, yeah. Wikipedia. Um, <clears throat> uh, he he headbutts the boat and his tethered self falls off and gets hurt. How come if you hurt yourself, the tethered self gets hurt, but if the tethered self fucking murders you, they don't die? Yeah. Because Stupid when they murder movie. you, they're taking, they're taking all of the feelings into themselves. And maybe it hurts for a moment, but they're not physically getting 
killed, and so they can get past it. Shot but it, it's that was an emulation for for that particular person when the the son notices that the other little boy uh, Pluto, I think, uh, moves when he moves. So they he emulates him in movement, but not necessarily in the I feel pain, you feel pain. Yeah. Um, the the That's daughter feeling connection. See, I don't, yeah, I, I don't know if I can get running. behind that. It's like only be only bits and pieces where you connect up with the person and you have like total. So he, the, the, the Pluto is snapping or whatever, and that's when he figures out that it's a trap or whatever, and he gets out, and all of a sudden he can control him. Like I, I don't get like. But because I think it's because it's a trained behavior, like it's a learned behavior. To me, it was very clear that there was a presence there with the bunnies, like Corey was talking about how the bunnies are all kind of overrun and doing their own thing. To me, it was very clear that there was some sort of controlling presence that was there underground that now is not there anymore. So maybe the the little boy following the other little boy's movement is because he's been trained over years and years and, and you know, brainwashed to follow those movements. When you see her as a little girl walking through the hallways down underneath, you see everybody kind of like from the carnival doing what the people above were doing. If they're eating, they're eating sloppy stuff and everything. If they're kissing, it's it's a weird factor. But they are doing the same things that is happening up above. But they're maybe not feeling the same thing. It's just a shell. Right. Just a shell like action. Like, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm doing it. Right. Because they have no existence of their own. Down below that it was their action that keeps the people up above doing what they're destined to do or whatever. Like it's a control. Thing. Right. She had to teach them how to have a free will enough to go up and do something about what was happening to them. Right. I think you're saying though, because it makes sense. Like if, like if, like why wouldn't they just mimic each other's movements all the time? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, so if I like, you know, cut myself or do whatever, like, why wouldn't that hurt the other person? Or like, you know what I mean? So I, I, I get that point. Um, and they don't really explain a lot about that part of the connection, but I don't know that it's necessarily for me, it was necessary. I don't think it was that important for me. I just interpreted it as like, and like maybe there had to be a certain like focus or intention or something that like, activated that i don't know but that's sort of the vibe that i got from it yeah and also i think different characters are weaker than others so the daughter seems very strong and very conniving and and hardcore does not give up on anything um whereas the the daughter from the up world basically had been giving up on the things that she liked to do she was losing what was the parts of her that kind of were her thing, like the running, she didn't want to do running anymore. Um, and she was always kind of looking and feeling like she was less than like the, the twin girls and stuff that she was watching them. She didn't feel like she belonged. Um, she lost confidence. The daughter below had all the confidence in the world and had the strength to keep coming after her. The dad seemed very weak willed, but the dad above kind of seemed weak willed because he didn't have a lot of confidence and was always competing with his, his coworker that had more money than him, that had the nicer car, had the nicer boat. And the one underneath seemed to have a lot of the same issues, but his weakness made his abilities less strong. The, the son was, was just like, he didn't know how to do stuff for himself except to destroy things. 
And so he's mocking the other little boy. He's he's copying what he's doing, um, but he's doing it because he's still in a learning position. I think each of the different people, it kind of shows where they're coming from is to the personalities that they had above. So not everybody's going to be the same, but she she had to teach them free will. And I think probably the younger characters maybe took that teaching better than the adult characters did. Um, because when she was down there, the, the uh, Abraham would have already been born. He would have already been cloned. But the kids are kids that they had together. So they would have had some of her um, DNA essentially as a as an up top person would have been part of who they were as opposed to Adrian, who was only ever a clone. But we're reading a lot into this, which is probably too much for what the story itself is trying to say. Isn't that why people come to this show? No, <laughs> they say, "Hey, did you guys try this in your Burger King tacos?" Yes, <laughs> I normally, I almost, I almost did. Mm-hmm. Katie, did you say you did? No, I said, oh, shit, because I knocked my drink over. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Really want to know if that Taco Bell taco was any, or the Burger King taco was any good. I mean. Wait, what? Burger Burger King has tacos now. Burger King has tacos. Yeah. KFC has Cheetos on sandwiches. Burger King has tacos. I didn't hear about that. This is is what happens when you start legalizing pot in states. I didn't know Burger King had tacos. That, that doesn't feel right. No. I heard it's not very good, but for a dollar, I could do worse. Well, that's like when Taco Bell had, uh, when they started doing the nacho fries. fries. They're absolutely disgusting, but people fucking love them. And I don't Watch understand. your tongue when you talk about Taco Bell. Taco Bell has been there for me. Uh, I want to try the Reaper Ranch uh, steak fries, or the, the Reaper Ranch fries, the ones that you're talking about. So the fries just with hot ranch on it. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I heard whatever. I'll try anything once. What's that? Do they use the taco seasoning on them? Yeah, so they make fries and then put taco seasoning on the fries, and then put steak on it, which I don't think is real meat. Yeah, I could get down with like French fries with taco seasoning on them. Yeah, but you could just do this at home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's a certain amount of, like, I could just fucking do this at home. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, what if you just took fries as a base and did did them as nachos? Like, did, you, did, the, you just, did you just say we should freebase fries? No. If you took fries and used them as a base as I'd nachos as opposed to using tortilla chips. Do do a tater tots like, like an adult. Do with taco meat. You got to make tater tachos. I have had that. That is, that is so goddamn fun. good. Yeah. Oh, wait, isn't that just cheese fries, though? No, but they're tater tots. Yeah, it's different. Fries layered up, like. Well, yeah, but if you put the taco meat and maybe sour cream, uh, black beans, or something. Yeah, yeah. That depends on what you do with your nachos. Um, but the way that you load cheese fries is to put bacon on, not taco meat. But I could get down with taco. Meat. I mean, yeah, I could get. Yeah. You're gonna need a spoon. For sure. Right. Yeah, they're gonna be sloppy. But that means you don't have to share. No, I went to a restaurant the other day and ordered a salad, and they gave me a spoon to eat my salad with. They were mocking you. They were like, <laughs> like this figure guy. this one the fuck out, bud. How old is that lettuce? Like, <laughs> it's just, it was like a mush <laughs> soup. It was a salad, yeah, not like a salad. chia bowl. No, it was a salad. It was had lettuce, and it was at a um, it was at American Tandoor. Uh, at the mall, and they had I ordered some sort of whatever the salad was, and it came with a big ass spoon, like a like a fucking ladle spoon at that. It wasn't like 
big ass food. I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? I'm like, that was that was them disrespecting you, sir. That was them saying, yeah, just pour this into your gullet. There is something so innocent about when you guys say fuck with your southern accent that it just it makes me giggle (laughs) every time. Like, Excellent. Yeah, you, if, you if you were like trying to, if you were like really just laying into me, be like, "Fuck you, man!" I'd just be like, "You're so cute." <laughs> uh, See, that's how that's how my relationships work. Actually, <laughs> that's how it works. You do you have a therapist? If not, you should get one. <laughs> get a good she one. does actually. I, I listened yeah, I to your do. show. You got her email. I heard. My therapist is alarmingly like me, though. Like, she shows up for appointments, like, 15 minutes late. And she'll text me and be like, you want a coffee? And I'm like... <laughs> if um, if there is if there's yeah. one thing I hate in this world, it's people who aren't on time. <laughs> I am so fucking anal about being on time. Sorry, Katie. <laughs> 15 minutes late? 20 minutes, actually, but who's counting? Yeah, I uh, I struggle with that a lot. She no, uh, the singer of our band, his name is Nate. We call him Late. Like there was one show where we were having a serious discussion about playing the first song without vocals because we didn't know he made it. He's he's literally the guy is there when he needs to be there, but there are times where it's like, holy shit, I hope he makes it. Yeah, he just he just leaves you guessing. Well, uh, we had this we had a discussion, and, and his explanation, which I completely understand, is he goes Monday through Friday. I have to pick my kids up. I have to drop my kids off. I have to be at work. I have to be at meetings on the weekends. I'll fucking get there when I get there. Yeah. And I'm like, cool, man. Like, he's never been late for anything. He's not there at the time he says he's gonna be there, but he's never been late. There you go. Yeah. See, he's just living, man. Yeah. He likes to make sure my heart still works. Yeah, I feel for Nate. He's a fucking sweet human being. I am the native of this man. I like to be punctual uh, adjacent. So, like, I can, I like to have like a five minute buffer. Yeah. Anything outside of that five minute buffer, I get nervous. Then that, then I get nervous. Yeah, I'll be there. But this one, but this one, real close to on time, but definitely not wearing pants. No, you tell me to be there at 8, I'll be there at 7.45. Yeah. And then I will sit there and wait until five minutes to. I need that. Can, can I have, like, a blood transfusion or something? Like, so that I can kind of, like, even... You <laughs> want none of this. It takes two hours to mow this like long. You don't want that. It's proof. It is not going to be good for you. You won't be <laughs> Just, Yeah. Yeah, I don't know the last time I wasn't drunk. <laughs> I'm actually kidding. Uh, sometimes Corey says makes comments about how he's there for me and i should stop drinking and then i start to get really concerned like really he thinks that (laughs) (laughs) and then i'm like well this beer in my basement's not gonna drink itself man i don't want to say that i don't think you're a lush i'm just gonna say i won't be there for you (laughs) yeah no that's fine whatever it's not like i've ever been late to work that's where the joke is (laughs) yeah i'm too drunk to get your joke so i just kind of over overpassed that one I respect a drunk person who can be on time. Well, <laughs> I should start drinking. Maybe that's my problem. You just got to fill the three school kids uh, off the front of their grill. And then it's like, well, he got here on time. Just, just get know? the economic Toyota RAV4 and they just roll underneath it. Yeah. <laughs> that was not. I a took job. a dark turn. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hmm. Um, did you guys wake wow. up this morning and be like, "Wow, I really hope we talk about hitting kids with with a car"? 
well, you know, oh, shit. You know Somehow we always find our way to child murder on our yeah, show, and true. we are really trying to not be the child murder people. But is it weird that I listen to you guys on my way to work? Like I listen to you before I listen to anyone else. What? I, I generally listen to you guys on the way to work because I have to like catch up. Oh yeah. No, yeah. I found you a little late in the game. Mm-hmm. You ever feel like? Because I, I listen to podcasts on the way to work and stuff too. Do you ever feel like you're putting yourself in the wrong frame of mind to go in and do your job? No, I was trying to listen to Kenny podcast. and you opened your fucking cocksucker. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. I just I had to get real dad hard on him right then. What did you say, Kenny? Uh, what you you were saying something and then Corey rudely interrupted you. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> now I feel bad that I just dadded Corey for no reason. You said something about um, you were late to listening to us, and I was like, "Oh, so you were late?" Ah, oh. <laughs> well, see, I don't, I don't like get, I don't have a start time at work. I just kind of when I show up, I show up. Hmm. So I physically cannot be late to work. Well, can't be late. Okay. Yeah. So. In line with this movie about privilege, we just heard about Matt's privilege, which is I'm never late. I just don't have to be there at any particular time. So I get paid salary and fucking work most nights and drink. I can drink while I'm working. It's okay. I used to have a job like that. That was awesome. Uh, Ambulance driver? The ice cream. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Ice cream? Yeah, I used to work at the full circle moment. Yeah. <laughs> she used to yeah. lick the ice cream before she gave No, I did not. I did not. I never wanted that. I only licked my own ice cream. Two but uh, yeah, I worked at an okay. ice cream shop in, in our hometown. That's and a it was talent like, that can be uh, utilized. I yeah, I would only lick people's, I would only pre lick people's ice cream if they asked me to and paid extra for that <laughs> service. Um, like a Belle Dufine kind of. I actually think that there is a channel on the internet for this. You could charge four ninety nine a minute. A channel. You know what? There. That might be a revenue stream. Anyway, yeah. um, I was working at this place, and it was like a real like mom pop type of institution in our town. Only there was no. It was like a one room sort of situation. There there were windows all the way around it, and it was hundred and twelve degrees in there any given day, mm-hmm. and. So we ate as much ice cream as we could hold and sweated out and never gained a pound and also drank wine out of a jar all day long. I, I can't tell if Corey is raising the roof or wants to say it something. It was pretty much. I, I, no, no, I just, I just wanted to oh. offer uh, if, if for your ice cream fetish channel, uh, the title should be 32 Favors. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, my God. Trademark that shit quick. Trademark it and then sell it to her. Because you're sitting on a fucking gold mine. It's going to be like the ice cream fetish, like sugar daddy. Yeah, it's going to be a feeder channel. Oh, and... That's our new candy. No, I can't, I can't do that, though. Can I hire somebody? Can I have like a spittoon? Wait. Like, for the what, what is a stunt cock for a girl who feeds someone ice cream? A stunt uh, scooper? Oh, I would get to feed it to other people. All right, I'm cool with that. Wait, wait, wait. What if you were eating the ice cream and people were just paying to watch you eat ice cream? That would but, be great, but I have to like do that on a really regimented schedule because I tend to fluff up. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Kenny. But the thing is, though, is that the, with ice cream, it just gets so bad so quickly. You know what I mean? Like if, it, if it like gets 
warm and gets sticky and, and it no, gets, I'm definitely like, it just milky. It. Yeah, like, no. It's, like, no it's, so here's what you do: is you have you have yeah, you have a channel where you're eating the ice cream. Yeah. And then you switch over to the one where you're in the shower because you got to fucking clean the ice cream off. You're hitting and- two markets at once. I'll be your manager for ten percent. Um, we're going to take the fucking world by storm. Let's do this. Yeah. This is going to be very easy. Um, you know what? Sometimes sometimes you got to hose them off Sundays. We just get a fucking a garden hose and just hose you off in the front yard. <sighs> uh, you're missing the dominatrix aspect, which is where you tell other people to eat ice cream and you don't let them stop when they get their ice cream headache. Only pussies get ice cream headaches. Empire, oh. Honestly. Like holy shit! Eat faster. I would do all of the graphic work for it. It would be great. Yeah. Bite with your teeth. So okay, so we're gonna we gotta turn into the podcast of dominatrices. <laughs> dominatrices. <laughs> dominatrices. <laughs> um, even if I was sober, I wouldn't be able to say that word. Um, then it would just be called pod. Pod. Yeah, instead of pot, it's pod. Maybe a podcast that'll never catch on. <sighs> Dude. Okay. 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 Let me. Uh, Someone I work with is trying to start a podcast where it's just basically a radio show of new music, but it's a podcast form. Do you think this would work? So basically he wants to do like five different shows of different genres of music. The person who hosts that show goes to find new bands for each episode. Do you think this could work? Like I think in its raw form, it's fine, but you're going to start running into licensing issues. Hell, you're gonna start running into fucking licensing issues. Yes, that sounds so expensive. Yes. Yeah, I don't know about that. It just seems I, you could maybe make it work like in seasons, but you would have to you would have to do a shitload of work actually, like reaching out to bands and yep. finding bands that would want you to play their music. That are you have to get signatures. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> no Katie. We've had bands on our podcast. <laughs> Your paperwork would have to be tight. Yeah, it would. It would seriously. You'd. I have to always at any moment's notice be ready to show that you've got signatures from the people who are in charge of that band's marketing yep. to say it's okay to be played as part of your podcast. I tried explaining it to him. I'm like, our music is licensed. It's not fucking hard to do. You say, yeah. hey, I'd like to check the box that says license my music. Yeah, it's not like it used to be. Yeah. All right. That was a side rant. Uh, but we should, back to this movie. Where are we? Do we? I- completely forgot where we were no i'm sorry i'm trying really hard to stay on task and we were talking about <sighs> the emulation yeah we were talking about you feeding people ice cream so yeah. that's the we're, we're just off topic again where are we at in you know in your level of hate for this maybe have we pushed it back some or no <laughs> in talking i think i've pretty much come to grips with the fact that i'm just not smart enough to get this movie <laughs> which isn't a bad i just i i I like things at face value. Like, I want to watch a movie. I don't want to think a ton about it. Like, just spoon feed me what's happening, but I still want it to be entertaining. I don't want to have to think about the fact that it's like, why are you fucking wearing red? They didn't explain that. Why the fuck is everyone wearing scissors? Or they're holding scissors and wearing fingerless driving gloves. You're not fucking driving. You're holding hands. Well, I think the scissors was like... Symbolic of cutting the tether. I did get that this time through. Yeah. But... Glove... Some things that I think you just don't need to think about so much, like the red. I don't remember the glove. I don't remember. They're little brown, like driving. No, no, no. I remember them wearing them, but I don't remember like where they came from. 
So, the, but honestly, though, my thought, like with the red suits, was I thought that was probably just leftover shit from whoever was in control. Yeah. Like maybe that was leftover uniforms for whatever government ag- agency was yeah. working down there with them, and then whatever happened to them, they disappeared. Mm, that's, that's all. Good and uh, it seems like having uniforms means that you can't mistake them for who they are. So when they do make that right. statement at the end, they they all are uniformly dressed to game so that you understand this is who we are. You can't deny us. Which is fine, now. but take five goddamn seconds to be like, and we wore red so that they would know who we are. Well, isn't the red kind of reminiscent of the uh, Handmaid's Tale? I, I, I was told to watch it, but I never watched it. I haven't watched either, but it, it is, they, they all dress in red in it. I mean, typically, well, red is typically seen as an aggressive color anyway, and like a very, you know, like. Oh, Katie's wearing red. She's yeah. about to get aggressive. It might be the, like, raised Southern Baptist in me, but there's also merit to, like, using the red as a cleansed in the blood sort of okay. statement. Yeah. Because they're starting also, a new. There's not a gap down there. I mean, maybe there is a underground gap where underground gap workers act exactly as interested in helping people as the gap workers up above. But you know, it's like <laughs> go with what you got. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I I think hearing you say that, Matt, that you you like you like your horror at face value, which I totally get. Yeah. And you don't like like sitting and having to chew on all the various, like how this fits together with this and how this could mean this. I think that uh, his movies are, are sort of meant to be that he loves symbolism. He loves like, I mean, get out was just totally get out was way too heavy with obvious symbolism. And I'm a person who loves obvious symbolism but Get Out was even too much for me. Like, it's ridiculous. I mean, you have a scene where the girl who is crazy racist is eating her Fruit Loops separate from her milk. I haven't seen Get Out, huh. um, but I heard that he, he did this in the sense that he wanted to have a more straightforward horror movie where it couldn't be mistaken as being some other genre. Yeah. And there are things in this that are genuinely terrifying. The, oh, just no. the family standing in front of the house in the dark and not moving and not reacting to being told to go off, not being reactive to saying the police are coming. They yeah. don't care. That is scary as hell. Yeah. For me, Lupita Nyong'o's first words, the underground version, very yeah. scary. So for me, the like the twist at the end wasn't as big of a twist as the mid movie twist, where you realize that it's not just that family, oh, that it's everybody. Right. Yeah. That was more impactful to me because yeah. that got me more than the end because yeah. I was like, because half because through it, I'm like, damn, where are these cops at? I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah. where are they at? And then it's like, oh shit. So it's happening everywhere. Yeah. That got me. And two, and just speaking about things that were actually that were really terrifying, like for me in this movie. One was the, the little kid with the mask. Absolutely loved it scared the shit out of me but yeah. i loved him his like physical um acting skills were so great and his yeah. movements were just it just blew me away that and the twins mm-hmm. 
their movements. See, that's what I like. What I love out of horror isn't necessarily the. I like the 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 details like that. So I like the movements of that actors can make, or I like the setting. I like I pay attention to like the color stories going on in the background, the mood setting, and things like that versus like dialogue or. You know what I mean? And that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah, and th- that I feel a little disappointed in the way that the, the other family was shown because their their deaths just happened so quickly. There's no toying with them in the way that happens to the, the initial family. Yeah. And it's just like they show up, they're killed, but you do get to see some good stuff of the Elizabeth, Elizabeth Moss character's um, twin, essentially, when she's trying to cut open her face to fix things that maybe she didn't need didn't think she needed corrected but happened because the person above did it and yeah. so she's kind of like going she's changing stuff on her on her looks at that point yeah um i thought that was hmm. was cool but otherwise it's just like everybody else gets slaughtered really quick and this family is getting toyed with and i and the only reason that makes sense is because the one person who really instigated this has such a vendetta against the person who she she's going after and the family kind of follow along with that. But everybody else is just like, Hey, here's somebody who looks like me. And now I'm dead. I like that though, because the first half you get that slow, like they're not really like doing anything. You're like, are they there to really kill them or what? And then like that second half, you just sort of get like good old fashioned. Like I'm just here to like fuck you up and like kill your ass. You know well, what I mean? well too, um, what Corey was saying about like with with the family that the film centers on, that's the only situation where the two, the underground person and the above ground person, have met before. Yeah, right. And they obviously switch places, but that's the only situation where they've actually come face to face. So both of those, both of the mother characters in this, know what's going on, and nobody else does. But I do think the scene with the the other family when they show up there, if we hadn't seen that murder happen, it's a good scene. The yeah. the characterization of the the husband and wife and everything, it's a very good scene. But if we hadn't seen that happen, we just saw the the family show up and find them and then realize that it's not really them. Mm-hmm. And then seeing the bodies and stuff and, and getting the aftermath, it would have been more impactful. It would have been more terrifying of that moment without having it kind of spelled out for us first. So I, I don't I don't think that one is necessarily yeah. better than the other, but if I'm looking for a movie to scare me, that probably would have scared me more if it had been utilized differently. Yeah. I can I can kind of see what you're saying. So you're saying it would be more scary if we hadn't seen their murders, but then seeing their murders is kind of like a little bit of showboating and a little bit of like comedy. Cause there was a whole lot of comedy yeah. in that particular scene, which I really liked, but I think that that was potentially flexing more comedy muscles than horror muscles. Which I, again, I'm not, I'm not belittling that at all. I mean, Jordan Peele has a huge history of comedy and is fantastic at it. And those little light bits of like, uh, Ophelia or whatever the name of the Alexa thing was, you know, call the police yeah. and it starts playing fuck the police. Yeah. I had a great laugh at that. Yeah, that was awesome. That was like one of my favorite parts in the movie. But it is a part that is defeating the tension with a, a comedy gag that isn't really deserved so much 
but it, it's just funny. It's just like, okay, yeah, that's yeah. great. That is hilarious. I can laugh through the fact that I just watched a family get killed. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I see what you're saying. I think that's an important point to make that, that I do think that there are times that in, in this particular film and also in get out that true horror is sacrificed for the sake of a comedic gag. The difference is that I'm like totally fine with that. Right. Like, and prefer it that way. Cause I love horror comedy. That's my thing. Um, but I definitely get that that kind of undercuts it. Yeah. It, it's, it's, I, I, I'm glad that it's not a one note movie the whole way through. It seemed to move slow for me until the other family shows up or not until the other family shows up, but until the, the, uh, us shows up. Um, and so having those breaks and having the characterization of the family and stuff, even just the way they're, they're talking to each other and, and they're just like telling the dad, no more boats, you know, the boats are lame. Um, those moments are great moments because it, it allows you to kind of have the ups and downs of like, I'm watching something that would otherwise sicken me. Yeah. But at least now I can find it palatable because of these, these things that are interspersed in this. Um, so it's, it's not to, it's definitely not to demean what it does. It's just, when I think about it, how would I have expected that scene to go? Being scared probably would have been more worthwhile to me if I was making the film but I couldn't have come up with some of the other stuff that this guy did. This is genius Corey, shit. Speaking of boats, drive it. Works calling me. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that I, so like I said, I haven't seen get out and I don't have the, uh, the background or know like the criticisms that people may have had of that film and what led Jordan to doing this one. But it really felt in so many ways, like, what he what he was doing, what he's presenting, everything mattered. Yeah. And, and even when you're honing in on the TV at the very, very beginning, they're talking about Hands Across America, but you're looking to the left of the TV, you're seeing videotapes, and there's like Chud was one of the tapes Ooh. there and stuff. Yeah, the Goonies was on there too. Yep. And and she's wearing a, a Thriller t-shirt, which it took me a while to realize that it was Thriller, the Michael Jackson uh, album slash video, and, and not just like a thing about horror movies, but it, it's still like it makes sense that she would like it for for the Michael Jackson reasons as well as maybe the horror movie reasons. The mom's like, you know, isn't that kind of scary nightmares? It's like, yeah. the thriller was scary when that video came out, but it was also such a huge moment for for music, for music television, and for for filmmaking, and for Michael Jackson, who was already an icon. Um, so for all these reasons, that makes total sense is what that shirt is. I kind of missed what the shirt was that the girl underground was wearing um, in reflection of it, because I know she switched shirts, but... She was wearing... It was a Hands Across the World. No. Wasn't it a Hands Across... I think they're wearing it underneath the other shirt. It was what... She was wearing a Hands Across America shirt and then put the Thriller shirt on over it. Mm-hmm. And so when she leaves, the... Hands Across America shirt is in the closet, but she had taken the Thriller shirt, but she was wearing a black shirt that almost looked the same, but not quite. And I kind of want to go back and see if I can figure out what that shirt is now. I bet you it's important. He he loves to do, he's been criticized, um, he's been criticized a lot for um, having like very obvious symbolism like that type of thing and like having like i i talked to somebody who saw the movie and didn't like 
the scene where you're looking at the TV, watching the Hands Across America commercial and all of the like cave dwelling type things and like the Goonies and things like that references to sort of like underground stuff. Like that person that I talked to said that that was like super heavy handed and like terrible. But isn't that the same kind of feeling as like watching Stranger Things? Yeah. Like Stranger Things is built so heavily on nostalgia. Oh, yeah. yeah, but it, it's taking all of those things that it's nostalgic for and presenting you a great example of what worked about all of them. Yeah, and doing it with really well written characters and and well acted parts and all these things. So if if you do it and you do it well, it's fine. If you're doing it just a shorthand, that would be one thing. And if he was doing a shorthand movie of like, oh, it's the Morlocks, and that's all it is. Um, but he he delves into so many different feelings and ideas in this. That right. I think the sum of the parts is is made up to be a great thing, you know. Yeah. It's not just like I did it to throw it in there, but it doesn't fucking matter. It's not right. like uh, all of it connects. That's right. my thing is that like if you were throwing shit in that doesn't connect and that isn't like that doesn't work, that doesn't really actually tie in, then I would be irritated by it. But all of his references tie in. Yeah. Um, and I think it's fine that his symbolism is obvious because it's not like, I don't think he's trying to do, he's not trying to give you a realistic movie like he's no. not in realism. He, he's trying to evoke feelings and thoughts. And, yeah. and I think that this movie does both those things really well. Yeah. Totally. But I could also see, I guess I, I kind of see Matt's point that while I really like that sort of like feelings and thoughts and teasing out these like the symbolism and things like that I could totally see how another like horror movie enthusiast could get super impatient with all of that in terms of it being like a horror movie I thought it was good but I knew like having seen Get Out that there was so much more to it and um, if there's one thing I hate and it's like not having a question answered especially when some people get it or some people can form an opinion, but it's, I'm like, I don't know, man, I'm not the world's smartest person and I don't really give a shit to try and figure out what you're trying to fucking say. So just come out and fucking say it. Yeah. Like, I I, I don't know. I, I don't like the fact when people are like, Oh, I listened to it and I got this out of it. It's like, why not just figure out what the person fucking meant instead mm-hmm. of being like, well, you know, he farted at 45 seconds, and I feel like that was a representation of his as a human being and his growing up. It's like, when that's probably the furthest thing from the truth. Like, I just want to know what the person was thinking. That's the same thing with music, and I always turn shit to music because that's what I do. But it's like, why did you wrote this song, and these are the lyrics. What did you mean by that? Why did you mean it that way? I don't want to be like, well, I, I took it as that. And it's like, I get... Oh. But what if the person who's creating it is creating it with a mindset of you, you figure it out, pulling your own no. like, pulling out of it? Yeah. And I completely understand that a lot of times that happens. But as me as a human being, like, I just want to know what you what you meant. Yeah. Because regardless of what you meant, that still has a timestamp in my life. Like um, there's this band 36 Crazy Fists. I don't know. I've probably never heard of them. But they put out this record in like the early thousands, and it's I think it's really fucking good. I still listen to it now, and there's some lyrics that I think are really good, and I don't care what they meant, but they still remind me of the early thousands when I was still in high school, and like going to shows with my friends and all that shit. And it's like I don't fucking care what he really meant, right? 
but it still takes me back to that. Like yeah, that that's know. me. Like I'm with someone, I understand everyone's different, and art reaches everyone differently. And this is just how it affects me. Yeah. Well, so we uh, Matt and I did a review of The Shining at the end of last year. I think it was uh, right about the time that I moved out here. And in watching The Shining, I watched Room Two 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 or whatever it is, or Two, the number thirty one, something that is yeah. the. Sounds right. Yeah. It's it's basically it's a documentary about all these different people who have their views as to what the shining's actually about like their theories of oh he uses red in these things because of this or the indian uh on the the canisters is meant to represent this and they're all really interesting takes on what the shining could be or what kubrick could have been saying in in the way he was making the film but they can't all be right mm-hmm. and right. in fact most of right. them can't be near each other if one's right then the other one has to be wrong right um but it's so much to put on this movie that is looked at as such a genius film where it's like maybe he just used those cans because it was cheap and he could get it to to be stocked in that kitchen without having to spend two dollars for arm and hammer i don't know but you are probably overthinking this shit to such a degree that he never did and he looks like way bigger a genius than he actually was for just making a decent film well, with The Shining, some of that shit was done intentionally. Like some, some of it, right, to be intentionally misleading, so that people would have in like diametrically opposed viewpoints. But both of the viewpoints are validated by different points in the film intentionally, so that people kind of like couldn't come to a consensus. Right, and maybe that was brain. This movie I've heard is is compared to The Shining in in some ways, like it's compared to a lot of other things. And and Jordan Peele has said that he everything he did in this was very intentional, but maybe it's the same sort of thing is like, he's putting stuff in there that builds the idea of symbolism that he doesn't care what the symbolism is. You know, he's just like, people are going to talk about it and talking about it is going to make it get more appeal and have a broader audience than anything I can do in the film itself. Yeah. That's, and, that's quite possible. Actually. By the way, room 237. I do, uh, like, I was you. Close. you were so close. I'm just allergic to the number two, two, two. So, and I know that that pops up in films a lot, but so I just I grasped. But wow. and and I think that's the problem that Matt has is that he thinks that the expectation is that he has to watch his film and view it with uh, a critical eye for these things that are like, oh, well, I saw it and I, I, this is what this symbolism meant and things like that, and that's not necessary to just enjoy the movie. Um, it, yeah. it's, it's like we, we do the show. We know we're not the deepest thinkers when it comes to filmmaking. We, we are friends with Fuck much deeper thinkers. Um, we come at it as like, I, I just like this movie. I, I would watch it again or I wouldn't watch it again. I want to burn this in effigy. You know, that's, that's okay. It's just, I, I want to know what Kenny thinks because I'm starting yeah. to see that Katie is the Corey. Right. And he never gets to fucking talk. No, that's fine. That's totally why I could just get up and walk away and no one even missed me. No, I'm like, uh, I'm like, I'm, I'm Katie's uh, tether, actually. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. Ooh. Um, Ooh. I'm sorry. No wonder I spent so much time in a fast food restaurant. Wow. <laughs> Corey's tether. <laughs> but you eat, I get fatter. <laughs> hey, man, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I'm no fucking spring angel oh, over here. What if we were you guys, Tether? 
Um, One of you masturbates a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's why we were late for the show. No, that's fine. Different (laughs) distinguisher. All right, so both of you. Okay. um, (laughs) One of you poops a lot. I used to, but okay, you're you're good now. Less cheese. I'm I'm very regular. (sighs) So am I. I have regular meetings every day. Um, no, but what, uh, my, my point on what, or my, um, my view on what I missed that completely. <laughs> no, dude, you're okay. So Kenny and I are very much alike. We're just like, you said words. I didn't understand what you were saying. He's I like, just I wanted to give you a chance to talk. I mean, Corey and Katie have been, they talk like they got a fucking monthly book club. Um, love you. See, you fucked him up. <laughs> I put him on the spot. No, it's all right, bud. You can. Uh, no, you want to give me like your favorite cookie recipe? We can go that route instead. I don't have a favorite cookie. He's not recipe. a cookie guy. No, I don't really. What's like your snack of choice? My snack of choice. Yeah. Oh wow. Um. So that really you better point to your left, buddy. That really depends. You guys know we're not like. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. I know that Corey doesn't I, apparently. I, I Wait. What's not a thing? He, I think Corey thought you two were dating. Oh. No, we're not. He's yeah. gay. Okay. Oh, I'm I'm aware. I was not. Yeah. See, most people think that we're dating. He'd never be that right. Or together. What? <laughs> to cut to say they said that when they, you were asked what your snack of choice is, that you should point to me. Oh no! But I, no, I, no, I, no. He would never be that oh. kind to me of his own volition. And yeah. was, especially if you were dating Kenny. If I were gay, you'd be my type. Bud. I just want to throw that out there. You're okay. a sweetheart, man. I'm not gay. I like you a lot. Yeah, that's whatever. You know what? Right. If I'm uh, thinking about hopping the fence, I'll give you a call. We digress right. very quickly. I'm sorry. Uh, your your food snack of choice. Turns. Um, snack of choice. Not you, unfortunately. Sorry, Katie. Um, Can't please know. everybody. If I'm single, I'll give you a call. So I like. <laughs> I said, if I'm single, I'll give you a call. Okay. How's that a prize? It's like second place. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad. I'm just trying to get my snack of choice. <laughs> I know, right? I'm, I'm buying you some time to, to get like solid thought into this. Barbecue chips. There you go. I love Lay's? Lightly salted? Regular salted? What do we... What's, we got to get deep into this one. Do they salt barbecue Wait. Oh, I mean, it's just... They make lightly well, salted listen, here because we eat a lot of cheese and we I, need the lightly salted. I will live like I love just about everything. There is not a food that I will not. But eat. you have okay. What is what is your chicken wing policy? My chicken wing policy? Yeah. Uh, I have none. What do you, you mean? Do you, I mean this is literally your option, your opportunity to tell me how much you love chicken wings? I absolutely love well, chicken opportunity. Wings. I, I, so. I do prefer the drum versus Ooh, the my guy. I do not um, like the flats, but I have a method to eating them, so I can still drink my beer. Right. So, so to me, the flats are, are difficult to eat. So I like I the like, flats because you get to hollow out all the meat. Nope. And- Here's what you do: so you like- find the the smaller of the two sides. You grab the bottom with your and you take it with your teeth and you break it in half. Yep. You pull them apart. You set the other one down and then you suck it off. Yep. And then the other side. So I that like you're, to my tongue through the bones, though, and then like siphon out the meat. It's, you know what? Um, before when I said if I was single, I'd give you a call. You got a little too weird. Um, 
I'm... <laughs> that is why he's done a consolation offers off although she likes to put her tongue into weird places so maybe she's down uh, and i i will I just know. say i cannot eat bone-in wings can't do it I fucking bone i have a fucking bone-in drumstick tattooed on my leg yeah that's beautiful for your leg but i can't do it i the the bone and the sinew and everything i can't <laughs> I, kenny, kenny looks like he has a question and Corey won't fucking shut up no i was just you have a, a tattoo of a chicken wing on your leg yes with eyes and a mouth oh wow yeah is it the, is it the gristle that's the problem with the bone in it's all of it. I, I don't like eating stuff that I recognize the creature it came from. If I, I go fucking have nine like, chickens oh, and I have I eat chicken wings once a week. Yeah. You have that capability. I uh, don't. I, I can't do it. My mom once told me while I was eating meatloaf, she reminded me of. I'm pretty sure if you watch, you'll see a chicken walk by. And soon. I'm like, I can't fucking do this now, mom. I'm going hungry for na- a week. She brought okay. home a goddamn lobster because i want to try lobster and she introduced Oof. it to me and made a dance i went over to my friend's house and had soy burgers was it you know pinchy? why because i've never met a soy was it did she name it pinchy no and then it lived in a bathtub in the living room when you when you boil them the space between their shell and the meat of their body like the steam gets trapped trapped in between there and then it whistles as the lobster boils so it sounds like the lobster is screaming it doesn't make them any less delicious yeah, it's tough. That's true. Yeah, it's, fuck. It's I love seafood so gosh damn much. <sighs> you guys make me hungry. <laughs> I know. I'm like, shit. <laughs> I live nowhere near a Taco Bell either. I live nowhere near anything. <sighs> As a car drives behind you. The, well, it's, we a, it's a state highway, but there's still nothing. There's a subway two miles away. That's the closest thing. See, Subway's good. You don't recognize any of that as real food. <sighs> yeah, if you want to eat a fucking foam sub sandwich. Right. Hmm. Did this come so from barbecue chip? chips. All right, shut up, Corey. Yeah. So barbecue chips. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, no, I like, if I'm going to have a chip, it's going to be barbecue. Okay. Uh, I'm also big, I like uh, jerky. Ooh, all right, all right. What kind of jerky? Um, so actually where I work, they have, like, I love just a standard Slim Jim, like, you know, just <laughs> fucking grease meat. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> okay. You, um, all right, man. You like what you like. At my work, they stock us with this like honey sriracha, like gourmet. Ooh. And it is amazing. It is. And it's like, but that's like turkey jerky, but it's still really good. Dude. Doesn't matter. Um, Could you yeah. just read me the ingredients in a deep voice? Wait, what? Nothing. <laughs> oh. Just read the ingredients. <laughs> just, just a real deep southern accent. That's another revenue stream. Though. Fuck. I should be writing these down. We're going to be millionaires, guys. I just want to throw that out there. Did you ever know that you were going to be starting seven new companies? Yeah. I'll be, there's the ice cream channel. There's yep. the shower after yep. the ice cream channel. Now there's like the reading. well, there's the dominatrix channel where you tell people to eat ice cream and don't oh, stop until you see. Oh, it's okay. Now we it's okay. So we're gonna that's you eat ice cream, you shower, they eat ice cream. Kenny reads food ingredients in a deep southern accent, specifically beef jerky. So we technically have five. All right, network. Yeah, we're gonna be really good. Watch out, you porn mate. <laughs> or so I've heard. That's the name of a website. I've never been there. Anyways, <laughs> so jerky, honey, honey, stretch, ch- jerky, um, chips. Yeah, I mean, um, pretty much anything. How much cheese is too much cheese before a date? 
neither of you watch Sunny. Okay. All right, cool. And this is always Sunny in Philadelphia reference. How much oh, cheese is too much it. cheese before a date? I didn't, I didn't get that reference. Any amount of cheese is too much cheese before a date? Oh, no. At least I got a dentist system, though, if you want to talk about that. Uh, you have a dentist system? Again. I would like to hear about your dentist system. Yeah. Dentist system? It's from... It's always no, sunny. I thought you had a dentist system. Oh, just It's just no. the Katie system? No. It's a... It's, it's this. Just, it's <laughs> this? Was it just a fucking like, bird that just flew away? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's happening. Should I turn off the lights and do shadow puppets? (laughs) Just what the fuck is happening? So we can agree that we've all lost our minds, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. I think so. I mean, I think that's what happens. I think that's yeah. the qualification to starting a podcast. Yeah. Like, I I have nothing else to say about this movie, but I'm having so much fun talking about whatever random things come into mind that I don't want to end this. So, if you guys need to like go to bed, you should tell me. At some point. We well, I mean. But it's it's nine o two. Yeah. I had to grab, I grabbed another beverage while I was on the phone with work, so, and <laughs> my wife didn't yell at me, so here we so are. So she's given up at this point. Yeah, she's doing a puzzle. Right. When the fucking power went out, she got back I into be- puzzles. I believe that is, is fine. a metaphor for your relationship, sir, is she's doing a puzzle. Well, la- <laughs> so last night, well, she went to bed, and I went into her room, and I gave her a hug, and I said, I think I'm going to go to that show, and she goes, I'm not stopping you, and I was like, see you later. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, I'm like, well, whatever. It is what it is. Okay, Katie, what is your snack of choice, penis excluded? I'm just taking, I'm getting that out of there because we had the whole snack shack with Kenny thing. I just want to, regardless of your, your penis policy, I just want to know your 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 grocery store shelf snack of choice. Mm. I don't want to hear about any weird penis grocery stores you guys have well, uh, well <laughs> god damn it kenny <laughs> actually now you have to read him the ingredients list what is my snack of choice why are you looking at me i'm it's concerned that neither of you have said a very specific yeah, snack no, like you can't you can't ask the a bitch is, deciding what her favorite snack is because i ain't eating my favorite make, shit yeah so fucking month here's okay the so when Based questions because she'll get really angry because she's well, in the middle. Please, please don't get angry. I understand the the whole diet thing. I'm I, I I don't diet that hard, but once in a while I give her a go. I miss beer a lot. Is that a snack? I'm it could snack. be. I mean, it's carbs. I, so I you think... miss. It feels like you just miss carbs, which is <laughs> fucking literally every good snack. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I'm truly. a little upset Honestly. that neither of you are just real deep into funyuns. Yeah. Bunions is an underrated uh, snack. Thank you. What? I can't do bunions. It's underrated. Kenny, are you at her place or yours? Our place. Oh, God damn it. I was going to ask you to see her out. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. I'm actually very surprised I don't have a funion tattooed on me yet. I'm putting that out there right now. We can change that. No, I'm working. I think I'm going to get a halo. So I have this pizza tattoo that says true love. I think I'm gonna get a halo of a funion tattooed over the top of it, because why not? A halo top? Yeah, but it's a halo top of funion. 
I, I don't think I ever really gave Funyuns a fair shot. Though. Do you like onions a lot? Yeah. And crunchy? Yeah. You like Funyuns. I mean, in theory, it sounds great. I think as a kid, I just, like, Funyuns somehow got crossed with, like, the concept of, like, feet for me. I, I have I'm very concerned about your childhood now. Um, <laughs> why? Yeah. I don't know. It yeah, just... fucking something's wrong. I don't, I don't really know. I don't know if it was that I was worried that they smelled like feet or tasted like feet. So you're saying these things, and I'm just going back to the day in which I met you and said, I'm going to have them on my podcast. And I'm like, why the now why the fuck did I do this? That's fair. <laughs> no. Feet Funyuns. I should have only invited Kenny on. He's into barbecue chips, not feet. Oh. Yeah, but here's the thing about Funyuns. And I, I like a Funyun every once in a while. But they, they lose something in the sense that there's nothing to them. They're just puffed air of onion. They're like a pork rind without meat. And there's nothing you can do with them. It's not like you can take a Funyun and do a dip. Fuck you. I have uh, crushed oh, Funyuns oh, and crusted no, a chicken like, breast no. and baked it. No. No, 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 no. Funyuns dipped with sour, um, with, uh, what's sour cream and onion? Testify, Bring Kenny. It. Testify. How do they hold up? They've got no body strength. It you is an act of God. Like you make it I'm work. crushing Funyuns and I'm putting them on top of a dip, maybe. Mm-hmm. Same thing with pork rinds. Yep. Right. I don't eat pork rinds. Hot sauce. There's a way. Fuck yeah, man. I don't know. I have... Nature uh, finds a way. Yes. Exactly. finds a way. I have encrusted a chicken breast in Funyuns and baked it, and it was literally like God jizzed in my mouth. You baked could what? Probably... Funyuns, food processor, yeah. chicken breast, oven, come everywhere. I, I, I just can't. You know what? I'll be here all day, guys. You know what else I've done? Pork rinds in a meatloaf. So it's a binder instead of breadcrumbs or oatmeal. You use pork rinds. Uh, okay. And then I literally just lay thick ropes all over my kitchen. <laughs> That's what's on top of the meatloaf versus like ketchup? Yeah, instead of ketchup, it's just semen. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say that. I can't. I don't produce semen anymore. It's just jizz. <laughs> <laughs> Semenless jizz. So instead of the meatloaf crawling around after you after you've made it, it's just sitting there. <laughs> it's just it's crawling around going, Dad. <laughs> it doesn't work. <sighs> what other sweet uh, what what is your policy on shrimp dip? Shrimp dip? Yeah, I don't know if this is a thing by you. So here, uh cream a layer of cream cheese. Mm-hmm. cocktail sauce, mini shrimp, and then you use a pita chip or a chip of choice. We're getting deep into that. snacks. I'm really into this. I've never had that, but I love all of those things. Yeah. So I would I could probably say, yeah, sure. So my tattoo artist and I, weird sentence I understand, um, we got really big into a discussion on shrimp dip and we talked about starting a, cooking, a YouTube cooking show ah. where I just get drunk and he cooks. Um, but we, we did that, but it, with the cream cheese, you put some Worcestershire sauce sauce and onion. And then I use, uh, uh, have you ever been to Texas? Yeah. Uh, Yes. So Whataburger, Whataburger, spicy ketchup. You make cocktail sauce with that. It's just spicy ketchup and horseradish. And then the shrimp. Call it party shrimp. Yep. I'm getting a shrimp dip tattoo at some point. (laughs) This is the point I am in my life. I'm just getting tattoos of favorite foods. <laughs> this is when this is when you know you have too many tattoos. Um, but my wife never stops me, so 
So basically, your tattoos are all going to be like a constellation on your body that spells out diabetes. <laughs> no, it's yeah. just yeah. Like Katie, this is your future. That's a really interesting coping mechanism, though. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe instead of eating all the things that I want to eat, I'll just tattoo them on my body. Well, it's okay. So the the the, the key is when dieting, quote unquote dieting. Don't stop yourself from having the things you love. It's just have them in moderation. Yeah. So, like, don't limit yourself from putting that sick-ass shrimp dip in your mouth. Just don't eat an entire plate in one sitting. Make her last, like, four. Uh, as a person, <laughs> I struggle with balance. And I'm working on that. No, right. I, hey, I was there. I was there yeah. once. I'll, so. By the end of this, I'll be your therapist. <laughs> you can have my email. It's cool. We came from a culture that was very much like you have to finish everything on yes. your plate. Oh yeah, same here. I I remember like going to someone's dad, like someone's house down the street, and they were always like, "Finish what's on your plate. If it's on your plate, you finish it." Yeah, mm-hmm. it was very hard for me to not do that, and then it got to a point where it's like, "Dude, I used to eat till my back hurt." Have you ever done that? Yeah, Katie. I saw the face Katie made. That was the first thing when I realized, like, that's fucked up. Yeah, I yeah. ate until. It just feels like it has filled up. It's, yeah. it's like sitting right here. Yeah. I went to a pizza buffet once and my buddy and I ate nine pizzas worth. Wow. Nine pizzas worth? Yeah, it was, it was one of those wood-fired ones, so it was really only four pieces to a pizza. Okay. Still a lot of goddamn pizza. I see why your wife married you, though. That is the king's job. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 to this day, don't know why she married me. She said she would never date me. <laughs> because I got I got really drunk and sawed down a tree the first time we hung out with a handsaw and I giggled so hard I farted. Oh. Um so yeah, I'm really not sure why she married me. <laughs> she, she's probably in the other room wondering why she married me too. <laughs> she may listen to this and be like, I just whatever, I don't know why. I don't <laughs> Um yeah, I, I don't know. We could talk for hours about why I got married because I fucking I don't know why she married me. But I wonder if Matt's tether knows why he's got tattoos of food all over his body, <laughs> and if that's why he's going to kill you. I only have two. I'm trying to think of other tattoos that they should be more concerned about. They should maybe be more concerned about the giant chicken underneath their knee. Right. <laughs> the black metal chicken underneath the kneecap. That one might be one to be worried about. <laughs> How many tattoos do you have? Do you if they if they touch, do they count as singles? <laughs> it's not a nacho plate. It's, that's it's a, that's what I'm trying nacho, to. Okay, so together. yeah, I, I would count them in visits. Oh, what, I'm sorry. What? I would count them in like visits, like not, not as far as like coloring. I, I started like, I started getting tattooed when I was 18, and I'm 33. Yeah. Um. It starts. Yeah, but that's like saying I got hit I'm by. I'm trying a car to like get into frame here. So it goes here, and so eleven years of not me getting hit by a car. I'll just wait patiently for Corey to stop. <laughs> so it's I have a three quarter sleeve on my right arm, my chest down to my belly button is solid. I have almost a full three quarter sleeve on my left arm. I got to finish my forearm. I have my three quarters of my back done in a big horror piece. Um, one on my right thigh. I have a sleeve, half sleeve on my left leg. That's solid. 
And then I have a bunch of random shit on my left leg from my knee down. And then I have the one on my left thigh. And I'm, I, I literally got to, I told my tattoo artist, I said, from the back to the back of my thighs, I don't care what you do, just do it. Because I'm like, I have no ideas, but I want it done, just do it. So we're, I'm to that point. Okay. Shrimp dip. Does it give you anxiety uh, that you might run out of skin, though? No. Yeah, that I don't think I will. Doesn't panic you? No. Because now it's just like I just want it done. I don't really care. Yeah. Like I have like my whole left, uh, my left arm is all memorial stuff. Mm-hmm. So I have like this is you kind of see this one. This was uh, my best friend in high school. He was died in a car accident. Mm-hmm. And then like this, <laughs> this fucking just really putting on a clinic here these gravestones are for my grandparents so it's all their death days and then Mm -hmm. all the flowers are their the colors of their birth months Mm -hmm. and then this is two friends of mine that died when i was in high school it's their death months and it just says gone but never forgotten this snare drum is a friend of mine that died um the first time i met him was the first time i went on quote-unquote tour and he was the drummer of that band and they're from kansas so it's the sunflower state we went to denny's and ate a grand slam and he was the drummer so it's a snare drum with a Denny's Grand Slam and then the sunflowers. That's awesome. Yeah, and, and then um, so beautiful. And then now you've got a chicken wing. <laughs> so the chicken wing is so the singer of his band James, who was in my wedding, and I was in his. We both got the chicken wings on our left thighs because we like eating chicken so much. <laughs> because we like eating. chicken. Yeah. So like I have um, Jake, who's an avid listener of the show, is a very, very, very dear friend of mine. We used to play uh, Nintendo. We used to play Contra together, mm-hmm. and I was always the first player, and he was the second player, so I got the blue pants Contra guy, and he's got the red pants Contra guy on his side. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's kind of fucking goofy, but there's meaning to it. I have the, the Simpsons, like, I have a full Simpsons chess piece because I fucking love the Simpsons, and it's like, you can't always be serious, so sometimes you get the Simpsons tattooed on you. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. It's like when some people, they're like, that's one thing that you're, that's like really irritating. It's like, what, is, what does that mean? What does that mean? And sometimes it's like, you know, I had 80 bucks yeah. and it was in a tattoo parlor. My, my sister-in-law made the comment before I ever met her. She goes, what kind of a freak gets the Simpsons tattooed on him? And I said, maybe you should fucking ask why I got the Simpsons tattooed on me. Yeah. yeah. We have a, we have a very weird relationship. Um, yeah. her parents and her. So it's, it's not a, whatever it is, what it is. But, um, like maybe ask why. Yeah. I do love the Simpsons. There's nothing that I don't, but it's like, fuck man. I remember watching the Simpsons when I was a kid. It reminds me of not giving a shit about the fact that I have to pay for the fucking roof over my head. Yeah. That, yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Testify. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Trying to make it less uncomfortable. <laughs> <sighs> I was going to ask where it tests my lands on the metal. We could make it a podcast about tattoos. You could show your tattoos. I, uh, do you watch Ink Master? Yes. So there was, the, there was a chick who was on it that works at the same shop as the guy that I, ta- I get tattooed by. Uh-huh. Um, Melissa fucking, I don't even remember the last name. Let me look it up. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Cool. Shit. I know, oh. right? I I love that. Melissa. I, I, a lot of times the thoughts start and then my mouth catches up with my brain and it's like, oh boy. Uh, 
So, how's everyone doing? Season. All right, all right, all right. Season nope. six, Melissa Monroe. Melissa Monroe. Yeah, right. Yeah. She no. was like one of the fucking final four too, and you don't even remember that. Season. It was season three. Season six. six. Well, season four. She I came back know. once. I don't know, whatever. It, you're yeah. fucking whatever. But yeah, she she tattoos in it's West Bend, Wisconsin. Uh, Port Washington, technically. But that's oh. where the, the guy that I get tattooed by is out of the same shop. Hmm. And he never wanted to be on it. And after I met her, I get why he never wanted to be on it. I guess it's very, very much staged. Yeah, it seems like. Shocker, I know. It might be. Yeah. Um. Well, Corey left, so he got sick for shit. <laughs> I was like, wait. I was like, oh no. He was what, like, what happened? So he has like weird internet problems all the time. So I'm assuming he's gonna come back, but I don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. I just his, his tether came up and got him. <laughs> fucking right in the pooper. Oh. <laughs> never mind. He sent me a message. Work is calling. Tell they're telling me I have to pee. Oh, he's got a pee. I don't know why he... Calling? They're telling me I have to pee? What? I don't know. He's a very, very strange guy. <laughs> let's talk about him while he's not yeah. here. <laughs> no, let's do it. So I don't really understand why I have him as a co-host, but... He keeps coming back. <laughs> Just keeps showing up. Yeah... So, how are things? Good. My cat showed up. Oh. Here, be famous. Here. Oh, famous. Yeah, all seven people. That's cool. What's your cat's name? Now you froze. Problems abound. Sorry, you froze. What's your cat's name? Ripley. Ripley. Oh, yeah. Believe it or not. No. Uh, Lieutenant Ellen. No, I had fucking whatever. <laughs> ah, hey, hey, Corey, stun peeing. Um, <laughs> we, re- we replaced you with a cat. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah, yeah we brought this sick ass pussy. <laughs> um, I almost asked, I really want to know what you guys do for work, and I'm like, I don't know how much or little you want on the internet. Like seven people is in this, so you're fine. You can pretty much give your home address. No, no. <laughs> Just seven people in Wisconsin. <laughs> well, four in Wisconsin, one in Switzerland. Well, oh. why don't why don't you guess what you think? Yeah, you do that would as be fun. Jobs? That would be fun. You can give us our day jobs. Um, I'm gonna assume that Katie is a butt hair wax removal specialist. Excellent. No, uh, I know you work in an office. From what I've gathered from your show. An office full of butt hair. But yeah, an office full of butt hair. Well, you know, everyone calls the office the office is what the office is. I'm guessing some sort of call center. Okay. What you do specifically, I don't know, and I and I have no idea what Kenny does. Office of sorts. Well, they feed him. They feed him jerky. Well, no, he said that jerky is readily available, which doesn't uh-huh. mean a whole lot. <laughs> or or it could it's mean everything. Or it could mean. Well, you, I know you don't work for Jack Links because that is a Wisconsin-based company, son. Um, uh, 
I, I work for Slim Jim. I am actually Slim Jim. Lookers. Oh shit! <laughs> Here. I am oh, the the, fa- the facade has fallen. There's a wall behind the black sheet. Ignore the shit behind the curtain. I saw a giant dildo. I'm just throwing that out there. Well, I wouldn't put a curtain up for that. I wouldn't say giant. <laughs> just, I just next time you're on, I just want this big fucking the 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 a great American challenge swaying behind your head. <laughs> just and just okay. randomly turn around, just slap it. So yeah, I mean, if, if you want, she can grab it. Like, <laughs> okay. if it you had like the Great Netflix American Challenge, that would make my life complete because I don't know how many times I have referenced that utensil on this show. <laughs> Readily available on Amazon. <laughs> Are you sponsored by that? <laughs> I want to be sponsored by it. I'm trying really hard. Great American Challenge. You use know. use podcast here for ten percent off your eighteen inch dildo. <laughs> 20 you can get a you can additional 25% back if you show us you don't show me using it I don't want to see that that's no 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 okay so Kenny is Slim Jim so you're Randy Macho Man Savage no I wish um no you were not close at all Oh shit! All right, now there's nothing wrong with that. I'd rather you not work in an office. I do. It's fucking soul crushing. Um. Uh. So I work in human resources, actually, um, as a human resources coordinator for uh, Capital One. Oh, I have a savings account with you. Thanks. If you if you would have said Equifax, I would have came directly to your house and punched you in the cock because they are the reason my identity was thefted. Well, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> it's been a fucking nightmare, but I'm getting money back. Yeah. Would it blow yeah. your mind to tell you that I was too lazy to try and get the twenty grand and I settled for the one hundred and twenty five dollars? <laughs> That's that is a true story. So someone recently tried to open six credit cards as me. And some guy called my parents' house, which I haven't lived there in over 10 years, my wife and I, saying he was from the San Diego police trying to get a hold of me, all because Equifax got hacked and my data was leaked. And yeah, I called the San Diego police department and I was like, hey, this guy's calling me. This is the number. He just says his name is Mike. And they're like, well, there's a lot of detectives here named Mike. And I said, I get that it's probably not real, but, you know, he's like, well, don't call him back. I said, no fucking shit. Um, but yeah, so I get $125 compensation for that. Wow. Wow. Right. Yeah. Don't drink and drive, kids. But by accepting the compensation, you still retain the ability to do a lawsuit against them. If you mm-hmm. don't accept the money, you can't sue. I've never heard that before. I've never heard a situation where you take the check and and then get to sue. It's always like you've accepted money from us, and so we're good. But it's settled, yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, for There's what it's worth... Opposite. Jack Pacone texted me this thing and said, hey, you may have had your data breached. You should check it out. I'm at a fucking death metal show with, on my phone, like getting my class action settlement. This is my life, guys. Which is a convenience that is afforded to you by companies that will lose your fucking identity at the drop of a hat because none of it fucking matters anymore. But I ate chicken wings right before I did that, so it was all good. Yeah, I ate a lot. It was a lot of good chicken wings. <laughs> so okay kenny you're a human resources coordinator i don't know what that means yeah neither do i actually um, <laughs> cool man as long as you keep getting those paychecks it's all i that really matters. love to work and eat the snacks that are provided <sighs> and that's the fucking life 
I mean, honestly, though, fully stocked fridge too, man. Dude, you're looking you're looking pretty trim for being the snack king in Washington D.C. over there. Uh, well, that's what sitting in complete darkness will do for you. <laughs> All right, I gotta kill these lights quick. Hang on, <laughs> darkify this world. All right, Katie, it's your your turn to tell all seven of our listeners what you do for work. I am a financial planner. You got to (laughs) go. My life is in financial ruin right now. It's it's, it's really not. If if it was, I don't think some guy would want to open a pink credit card in my name. That's exactly what I'm... Get after this sick-ass credit score of mine. (laughs) Hey, guys, it's three figures. I don't want to brag, but my credit score is three figures. My wife and I just sold our house. You know, we had so much shit going on with our credit. Nobody wanted our identities. That's how fucking poor we are. Yeah. So when all those storms rolled through, this is going to sound really bad to me, but I drove past our old house hoping that a tree fell on it and it didn't. Oh, that's right. You didn't I like, like how there's just dead it. silence that I was really hoping that my old house is destroyed because <laughs> that chick sucks that bought it. Mm. Yeah. Also, it's the only way that wall's ever going to get fixed. No, I paid to get the wall fixed. Oh shit! Before she bought it, that's too bad. But she can't fucking like take care of the... Try it over and over again to fix that wall. Oh my god! Do we want to get into this? No, no. But you were on. No, this we're path. going to anyway. So there was uh, water had leaked in through the ceiling. It went through the roof into the living room wall, and we didn't know that water was coming until the plaster had peeled back enough that it fell off that we could see it was a wet one. And yeah. So the guy who fixed the roof, he's dead now, Rick. Um. He Which tattoo street. is his? None. Okay. Because he fucking cost me a thousand dollars, and I had to carry his death couch out. Um, I know neither of you probably. Yeah, I'll get back to that, Kenny. Um, I know neither of you probably know a ton about roofing, but when you put flashing down, you overlap them. He just kind of set them next to each other, so there was a huge gap, so the water would just run in between them. Oh yeah. Down my walls. Yeah. So it was a thousand dollars to fix that. So he what slept. Did he die, though, like what happened to him? He had a heart attack. He was just—he didn't take care of himself. He was just a fucking old man. Just making sure. Yeah, but he slept on a couch every night. Different ways, a little. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't kill him. but I didn't fucking shiv him. I just wanted to flesh that out for all. No, 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 no. Yeah, so he slept on a couch every night, and uh, after he died, his girlfriend thought they were married. Not was like, hey you got muscles. Can you carry this fucking thing out of my house? So I had to drag this couch out. She made it sound like he died on it. He did not. Yeah. Yeah. Your face was kind of the same, but it was like, it's the 4th of July. I got to go to my parents. Let's get this couch out. Uh, he, he like had a heart attack and died in the driver's seat of his van. And I just needed to get the couch out. Wait, we all want to go. <laughs> I think I want to go eat in Funyuns and chicken wings. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Maybe maybe rubbing out that easy one. Well, it wouldn't be easy. My heart would hurt, but jerking off for sure. Yeah, kind of like that man that they found. Um, uh, shit, um, he was that mummy that they found in um, Pompeii. Pompeii, and he was He's like, going for it. <laughs> the body was found. Did you hear about that? Where they found this mummy where he in Pompeii where. He died like instantly, and his remains were left in his exact position. And it's it looks like he was jerking off. I'm googling this because I don't believe you. Yeah, I'm gonna have a very weird search history. Nope, you're right. Yeah, yeah. 
it's real. I, I Google. Oh, holy shit! You are not kidding. Yeah. Um, th- there's a, a Google image search that says if Pompeii happened now, and it's a chick with her ass up holding a selfie stick. <laughs> well, Pompeii happened now. This is what we would be oh, doing. My God. Our, our world is in ruins. <laughs> Die like an influencer. <laughs> I, I, I like that. Shut up. Influencer. You guys are closer to influencers than we are. <laughs> do, you, do you have eight listeners? <laughs> we have a few. Maybe we nine. Have a parcel, a bucket. A parcel. Bucket. <laughs> Jesus. We, we have, have like a we have a small padded envelope. With each one of them on their forehead before they go to sleep. Like hi. <laughs> yeah. You guys are fucking terrifying. <laughs> I'm scared right yeah. now. Yeah, we are. I'm also turned on though. That's, that's our brand. That's our brand. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're turned on. I that am your key team. demographic. Our job is done. <laughs> we can go now. Boy. <laughs> <No. sighs> Literally. That's that's the that's discovering the that was the most empowering point in my life. I think. No, yeah. I, I will say this: you guys know your demographic, and you hit it very well. You. Um, Corey and I were like fourteen-year-olds. We we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> and you've been a podcast a lot less amount of time than we have. Really? How long have you guys been a show? Two years. Yeah, no, we're we're no, working no, no, no. on two. Years. We're working on two years. It was two years in February. Yeah. We'll be four in two two weeks. Well, you got like the stand thingy that comes from the side. Like what? that's impressive. What? Oh yeah, it's because um, money. <laughs> you know, I paid fifteen dollars on Amazon yeah. so that I can do this. Yeah, because yeah. I really like getting—I like getting my mouth up in it. Oh God, I just kicked my desk. But <laughs> you can, yeah. yeah. No one knows I'm even like swiveling around. There you go, I'm swiveling hard. That's um, I'm having a hard time getting back to center. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, did wheeling around his room and it's, <laughs> it's, it's, um no i thought about like the the mic stand and shit yeah and i don't know i just didn't work it sucks it sucks, it sucks a lot it's white people problems um yeah because i have an analog mixer uh so i couldn't do like um the, the guy that i do the cast and the furious with has like a yeti blue uh-huh. Which is a USB, but it sounds great not next to your mouth. Yeah. Can't do it because the Yeti does not make an analog. It's only digital. So I'm stuck to using this um, sick-ass Shure microphone that I got when I tried to record drums once. <laughs> yeah, we had that problem when we first started. Yeah, we uh, Corey and I had a lot of problems. Um, this is like the second or third mixer I've been on. Google Hangouts hasn't always been nice, and now they've forced us to go to Lightstream. I was going to say, didn't they stop? Um, August 1st. Yeah. So you you guys are the first guests that we're having using Lightstream. I had, honestly, yeah. I've never heard of Lightstream before. And it was very, um, Lightstream was very easy to use. I like how you leaned in like, the Lightstream, don't sue me. You are terrific to use. I'm getting an email about how difficult Lightstream it was. Lightstream would like to sponsor. Podcast <laughs> uh, of Terror. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah i mean if you guys ever need to uh do a remote show let me know it's super easy mm-hmm. to use mm-hmm. not to add them fishing for well, Corey and i to be guests on your show uh, or anything but. We, had amazing, uh, we had an amazing guest star uh she was the host of pbs's show monstrum dr emily zarka and she that was like right as that show was launching and we okay, had her hold, hold, hold like on. we did a distance interview with her and it was perfect and it was like an hour of like really good like engaging like conversation and we were talking about like why monsters make us scared and what um like being scared of certain monsters reveals about us and it was like a really good conversation i feel like you're about to tell me that kenny accidentally deleted the whole thing no the motherfucker hit the metronome button on garage band which there's a button for that somehow so I wait, wait, wait. which one of you? Because I I'm not metronome going. So how did you like, not know? Because here's the thing: the computer, like the the, it was on mute, so I didn't hear it. And I think what happened was when I was expanding the window or like um, uh, doing something, I think I accidentally clicked it, and so and because the computer was muted, I didn't hear it. So we did this whole interview and it was amazing and beautiful. And and then when we went to go play it back, there was just the metronome sound going back and forth. And when I tell you, I just died inside. Why? Okay. Okay. I have so many questions. But you died to a funky beat, right? I mean, that's... Oh, yeah. I died to that. Corey. The fucking interview was on time. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> why didn't... Okay. So why didn't you save... Why didn't you just take the metronome out? Because you exported it instead of saving it as whatever GarageBand's native is before you can remove it. I get that. The other thing you could have done is figured out. Yeah, right, right. I already know the I already know the answers before I ask them. But why didn't you figure out what the frequency of the metronome was and just remove that? So we okay, so listen, tried. No, 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 no. <laughs> just, uh, this is why we're friends now. I can help you with these things. I, I, I'm here for entertainment value only with a slight <laughs> knowledge of how to cut uh, you're you're, oh, you're underselling your looks yeah you're oh. underselling your looks completely but oh, no like fair enough I... i'm much more attuned to <laughs> don't even fix that anymore just give up on it bud there you go <laughs> what's going on back there but there's like a lot of stuffed animals here so? and i just like didn't know that that was our aesthetic who gives a shit so. I have a fucking Mario, and you can't tell it because I had to cut it out so you'd all fit, but I have a Mario and a Luigi. Whoop, whoop. Oh, that is what those are. Yeah. We just didn't want you to think that she was some sort of weird. I have family. a futon behind me in case. Her, uh, I'm just really bad with directions. The futon his the neighbor futon. died in. No, no, this is brand oh. new. We bought this brand new. We put the sheet on and <laughs> wash it. Oh, I thought that was the death couch. No, this is the futon. I feel like I was down on being a fangirl, but really, I would be like, "Oh, I know. That's let me next, get that money. That's the next step. That's the next step." We'll I really it. appreciate Corey's drinking fucking red pop. I really appreciate that you took the time to put a sheet up when I got this fucking tree out back. It's actually out front that I refused to trim, and now that it's dark enough, you can see the reflection of both of my computer screens and my light ring. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's like aesthetic, though. It's fine. Yeah. Nah, it is what it is. Um, there was a question I thought to ask you 37 seconds ago, and I forgot. Very precise. Yeah. Anyway, the long story short on that yeah. episode 
is that we had an editor put a filter on to try to take the pop noises out. Oh, okay, okay. And it didn't, I mean, it, it came out okay-ish, but not okay enough for us to release, like, on the main, like, feed. So we put it up on Patreon. We'll we were, be like, putting it up on Patreon. Listen to this sick-ass interview that we did that was amazing with fucking PBS. Can you tell me what it's like to have a Patreon that people contribute to? Because I don't know. So there's been some ups and downs. <laughs> um, you die a little every time someone says you read that they so and so has deleted their. Uh, it's a lot. There's a oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of like self worth that gets tied into that, and it's nasty. And then we just decided we didn't care. Yeah, fair enough. Really bad. Yeah. Um, Deciding you don't care is the best thing you can possibly do. And 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 to be clear, deciding you don't care about financial support or that kind of thing. If, if you just continue to do the show because you love doing the show because of whatever interaction you get from people is, is fantastic. That's the, the greatest thing you can do for yourself and your mentality, because otherwise you show up every week and you're looking at numbers and you're looking at stats and you're looking at stuff and you're just like, why the fuck do I keep doing this? If this stuff is just a rocket downhill, uh-huh. it, it hurts and you shouldn't do something that hurts you. You should do something that makes you feel joy. That's yeah. literally why we took a random six month hiatus because I was having fucking heart attacks over that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is the podcast of feelings now. Um, <laughs> the podcast of how, how to manage your anxiety as a podcast. True. Well, I mean, it's it, it, so you, as a content creator, you obviously want to create something that everyone's going to like, which in where we we are as a society you can't do that that's physically impossible like that's people you can make is to try to make something for everybody make it for your specific audience and don't give a shit about anybody else but please. people exist to only shit on what you do yeah and the, and that's that's what sucks and i was talking to someone the other day i don't fucking remember when it was but it was like why can't someone if you don't like like i don't like nickelback if we talk about it, I'll tell you I don't like Nickelback. But I'm not going to go on their YouTube videos and be like, you guys are a bunch of dicks. You write right. shit music, go fucking die. Yeah. I'm just going to go find something I like. And it's like the fact that people exist to do only that yeah. is upsetting. And it's like as someone who... And all of, all of us are content creators here. But it's like, why can't you just be like, cool, man, you do what you do. It's not my thing. I'm just going to go somewhere else. If you just don't like me, just fucking go away. Like, yeah. you don't exactly. Need to you don't need to like you nobody needs your comment mm-hmm. <laughs> honestly um well we had someone recently that said that um on one of our episodes they commented on our youtube video that was like youtube should be disappointed in yourself no the, you, should you should be ashamed, ashamed of, of yourself. yourselves so there's and, the gang stalking episode. Yeah. And YouTube. Oh, I really you like that episode, actually. My wife and I listened to that uh, on the way home when we met you guys. Because we're like, oh. we're going to find out if we like these motherfuckers or not. <laughs> you guys passed the test, by the way. Because I'm a big fan right. of gang stalking. But um, that. Uh, so there's. um, either uh, This is a very generalized question. Do either of you like pro wrestling? Yes. You do? Okay. So there's. Long history, actually, with pro wrestling. No. So, do you know who uh, Horns? You know who Hornswoggle is? Of course, I do. He lives like I drank with him last weekend. He fucking lives like just south of me. So he owns a promotion here called ACW that a friend of mine wrestles in. Uh huh. So another guy, his wrestling name is Salem Crane. He's a super nice guy, 
but he was walking out one time and someone yells, you put the dark in dark match. And he was like fine with that. I'm like, that would have fucking broke my heart. So it's like there's, and, and like Gary Yap, who's been on here, he did, um, he was TJ Perkins manager before TJ got signed to WWE. Yeah. And like there's video of Gary, like just people are screaming shit at him and he goes, hey, you just got to be okay with people tell, like hating you for no reason. Yeah, and I'm like, I, I can't do that. Like, someone gives us a bad review, and I'm like, I don't... Like, why? What did I do to hurt your feelings? Like, can I come hug you? Like, that shit bothers me. That's really hard for me. But um, I don't remember my original idea. I'm just going to keep drinking. And, and it's funny, because I don't look at any of that stuff. Like, we've, we've read reviews yeah. when we used to get them... Uh, on here and everything and we had the one person who hate tweeted us but that was more funny than anything well you made it more funny i was like <laughs> what the fuck like so we did we did uh d snyder's strangeland which is a movie that i historically love i've always loved it since high school and that girl what her response her, her she was like you two fat fucking hipsters in your bedrooms if you had half the uh half the talent that it's too early to be yawning uh if you had half the talent that d snyder had uh, and I was just like, fuck you, you dumb fucking bitch. And Corey's like, let's just get her to come on. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I, I, like, I, fuck I this girl. And, and she was ripping us up. And she was mostly ripping me up. It, it, she was like... No, she was too fucking stupid to realize that I loved the movie, I think. Well, that too. But she was like really into destroying me. And it was fine. And I was just like, well, hey, you know, why don't you come on the show and you can tell us your opinions of the movie and stuff and you can you can make a case for it. I'm the one who had a problem with it. And eventually she was like, "Okay, maybe I'll come on the show. And I'm like, that would be great. And then she never talked to us again. But it was just funny to me because like I don't I don't disagree that D. Snedder has more talent than we do. He made a movie. It, It was not my favorite thing, but. Whatever. Yeah, twisted sister too, but whatever. And also twisted sister, which is a big deal. I don't have a problem with with somebody saying that we shouldn't just be tearing up somebody else's hard work and stuff. And that's that is kind of what a review show is. And I feel bad about that sometimes. On the other hand, I'm just going to tell what I feel about stuff. I don't think my opinions are more valuable than anybody else's. When it comes to reviews and and that kind of thing, we have like four or five people who showed up in the chat here while we were doing this. That matters yeah. the world to me is yeah. that there are people who choose to come and listen to us live and hang out and, and talk when we're doing this. And, and that that is all I need from yeah. this. And, and we've done plenty of times where we don't even have that. Mm-hmm. You know? So this well, is my time to hang out with my best friend. And to, to the other point is like we've and I thought we were getting into a dick swinging competition when you're talking about your PBS is we had. Uh, um, oh, no, beer. Um, Deborah Voorhees. Yeah, sorry. I did. Deborah Voorhees from Friday the 13th 5 was on our show. Oh, shit. And she was a fucking sweetheart. And it's like, oh, today's your birthday, by the way. Yes, it is. That's why that's why I went to look. Yeah, happy birthday, Deborah. But it, the thing is, like, if you would have ever told me when Corey and I started doing this that anything like that would have happened, like, uh, Derek uh, Herbert was about on here. He was the producer for the Kane Hodder documentary. And his new movie looks great. The yeah, new movie I, he produced, yeah, so good. It's it's a really good movie. My wife, my wife and I, <laughs> my wife and I watched it when we got our power back last weekend. Um, so it's like it's just that shit is like. I'm sorry that you didn't like the fact that we may felt may have felt differently than you for something. Yeah. But it's like this has still afforded us to do a lot of really cool stuff. Yeah, 
I think focusing, like Corey was saying, focusing on the people who do listen and focusing on the people who support you and care about what you're doing and are kind of like, get it, focusing on the people who get it, um, as opposed to because we've been hate tweeted, hate tweeted, hate tweeted, tweeted on Twitter before, and it's have like we? whatever. Yeah, people have had problems with like the way that I covered like certain cases the or like that I got wrong or whatever. Yeah, you can hate tweet me on the babysitter. <laughs> I'd have to reinstall Twitter. I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not. We're, we've been hate hate tweeted before, and usually we just like retweet it, and we're like, Ugh. in 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 the words. In the words of Matt, I'm sorry to cut you off, Kenny, but oh, our previous okay. guest, Matt Vincent, who's more famous than all four of us put together, if if someone's saying something bad, you're doing something right. Yeah. So, so yep. My thing is, is that I actually get joy from the one star. <laughs> from, yeah. I get joy when I see, if I Don't see. Don't one star review us, okay? <laughs> we got a two star today, and I'm very sad about that. Oh, wait, what? Eh, fuck I'm happy somebody listened. Well, yeah, Corey, Corey is very oh. much a like a someone shit my pancakes. Well, at least someone came to shit on my pancakes. Exactly. That's my point. I actually get joy out of it because it's like it's great that you have supporters and you have like people that you know will shower all of this. They get know, it and love, love you and appreciate you. what you're doing, but there's something about me that really appreciates that opposing side of it that I take. And I actually prefer to use as like, okay, did I act like, is it something that I actually should like, did I actually fuck up? Yeah. You know is, it, I mean? is like, it valuable criticism or, or is it not? If it's not right. valuable criticism, I'm just gonna fucking make fun of it. Like it's mm-hmm. like, cause at the end of the day, it's just a fucking podcast. We're just sitting here with my best friend and it's not that fucking serious you know what i mean right but but you're you're still taking your free time outside of being an hr coordinator to create something coordinating hr yeah right something you know what so it's like you could be watching cartoons or playing video games or whatever you prefer to do but you're creating something and someone's like what's that masturbate yeah I'm, okay okay so i mean the 47 seconds that you'd be jerking off for that's you're really you still have a lot of night left there big guy but it's like you could literally fucking you're you're taking time like we're up what two hours and 25 minutes since you guys decided to show up late um we could have been doing <laughs> just, I'm just fucking with uh-huh. you. okay if I really didn't, if I had that big of a problem with it, this episode wouldn't have gone on this long. Um, but it, it, here's the thing is like, we could have done so many other things, but instead we decided to create free content. Like we don't have a Patreon. We just put it out for free. And like the Galactic Netcast pays for the Podbean hosting and they pay for all the shit. Yeah. So it's like, we could have done something else with this three hours of our evening. And yeah, Instead, we decided to create free content. And the fact that someone decides that they're going to shit on that, and it's like, dude, get a fucking life. Like, touch yeah. a boob. Go outside. I don't care. Like, find something to do with your time yeah. other than shit on me for giving you something for free. I get that. I really True. do. But then I also will take that review and blast it for everyone to see. The I other- need to get more on to like what Kenny's on to. I need to do that. Well, right. Our upside to that is that our brand is kind of being shit. Right. See, that's... So, yeah. Like, 
when we get shit reviews, we're like, mm. well, here you go. <laughs> See, we told you. We actually told yeah. you. Yeah. So there's so it's almost like, like PR for us. Right. It's like perfect PR because it's like, see, listen. And I absolutely like, I love to play off that shit. I yeah. think that gives, for me, if I dwelled on it, I, that's me giving it power. And mm-hmm. the best thing that I can do is to make light of it because then it doesn't mean anything and it literally holds nothing over me and my mindset and what I'm about to create with my best friend. Yeah. So I, you know, say what you're going to say. But if you're if it's negative and it's you know a completely bullshit reason, expect to be blasted. <laughs> also, if this was my job, if this was what my career was based around, if I was putting forth the the massive amount of effort that I know that other people do in their podcast, when Erica does her podcast, she does a shit ton of work to do that podcast, and I think does an amazing job and gets a lot of the same kind of of clapback like what you guys are talking about and i don't think she deserves any of that i think she's an incredible podcaster i think she's a credible researcher and storyteller and what she does and i i love her show um but i'm also a fan of her as a person so it it she's does she's shit of a human being don't fucking tell her she's cool Matt, Matt and her you know, she's listening to this I um i love her dearly but this show is seriously it it takes no effort on my part, really, other than watching a movie and coming and hanging out and talking for a couple hours. And most of the time, it's not even about the film itself. Matt does the lion's share of the He's work, and off. he has really tried to limit it down to the least amount possible. So if this was a investment of hours and hours each week, and we were trying to make the greatest show on Earth, then maybe I'd feel a little bit differently. But even then, it's it's kind of like... We're trying I'm to make something that's entertaining. Up on it at all. Right, it, we're, it, we're it, trying to... We're trying to have fun. Yeah, sorry. It's the same take that I have with playing in a band. It's like, I want to forget that I have to pay a fucking mortgage for 30 minutes of a week. But you put a lot of work into what you do with your band. You know, you record stuff, you songwrite, you make that drive every week. I have spreadsheets of our shirts. I have spreadsheets of the beer glass. I have the money. I have the key to the money. I have all the CDs. Yeah, so somebody goes and writes a shit review of your album, especially when they don't appear to be what your audience would normally be anyways it's like oh i thought this was going to be a cover of captain chenille and suddenly someone's screaming on my face and then i would look at him and say like you fucking play the drums exactly that might be a different story but i write stories and stuff and i don't really do anything with them i don't try to get them published i don't send them around or i i put like a couple things here and there but for the most part i write stuff because there's like one or two people that i think are going to get something out of it Mm. And and I enjoy the process of writing. And if I put it out there and got shitty reviews, I would probably be a little crushed, maybe. But if I'm still doing it just for those one or two people that I enjoy writing them for, then why the fuck does the rest of it matter? You know, and I do this show for the the people that show up here and anybody else who wants to be part of it. Great. But it's also you know, you don't have to give us reviews. You don't have to say anything. We give out the email every week. You don't have to write to us. You don't have to acknowledge we exist beyond listening to us in your car on the drive to work or whatever. That's great. I think they're sick of listening to us talk. They've Probably. both glazed over. And... <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm changing it. But I do think that even if you are, even if you are investing a lot of yourself in, into creating content, I still think you can't, you cannot, you are, you still have to do it for whether you have four people who are showing up to listen to you or, you know, a thousand people showing up to listen to you or, you know, a million people showing up to listen to you. I think you have to 
separate yourself from the negative feedback and like not let it fuck with you. Cause you can't be you if you're a stress ball because somebody gave you a two star review. I don't yeah, I think I just gave you a five star review. So fuck it. <laughs> we're going to find out if she's telling the truth. <laughs> I did. I don't know my iTunes ID though. So and isn't it scary? Did you write a review or did you just, just, I didn't write a review yet. Cause I wanted to pay attention to our conversation, but I haven't. Well, I gave you five dollars a month on Patreon, so I feel like this is a very one one-sided relationship. Um, I can't fucking tell. Anyway. Welcome to the Safe Movie Squad, by the way. No, but they, dude, they have other Patreon supporters. We don't have other reviewers. No, they have plenty of other Patreon supporters. We got nothing. way more important to us than we are to them. We got nothing. Can't but you have Patreon? Do you? I'm sorry. What? You don't have a Patreon, do you? Yeah. Oh, our band. No. Our, our band. Yeah. No, our show doesn't. Oh. Yeah. Because no one would fucking give us money. <laughs> we did. We surprised out of. I'm gonna tell you what. I was very. I still. I'm like, what? Yeah. So here's the thing. Um, if we did a Patreon, which it would be terrific, and I'm sure someone would give us something. That's just more content that we have to create, and it, it, that's not something that I'm willing to. No, no, and you're laughing at me, but it's like I don't want to. No, I am laughing because I understand. We understand. Yeah, and it's like that's not something like. And Corey makes fun of me because I am always like, "Well, I gotta fucking mow my lawn." Well, that's like I get home from work at four thirty, takes me two goddamn hours. Well, all of a sudden it's eight o'clock, and mm-hmm. I need to eat dinner and scratch my nuts. It's nine. I go to bed at nine fifteen because I'm forty five fucking years old. Um, Matt, my lawn mowing is a three-hour process now, so I understand. Yeah, uh, why I don't does it take you for it? Shouldn't take you three hours. Your lawn's not that big. But the process is, I have to go over to my parents' house, help my dad set up the uh, the thing to get the lawnmower over here, the whole mm. prep work and everything, coming over here, doing the lawn work, then getting him back over there and taking everything off the trailer and taking it all back down again. It's about a two and a half to three hour process to do yeah, 20, in 95 20 minutes of me is stopping so I can yell at a chicken to get out of the way. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, you're my next tattoo. But I, I, God damn I get chicken. it. And he's just like, you're next. <laughs> you're yeah. like, bones at throw bones chicken. at him. And it's like, mm, yeah, like being a red fuck. lobster and, and you're the lobster and everybody's got a bib with your picture on it. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, so we have to rate this movie. Um, yeah, <laughs> like, I, I feel like we should maybe wrap this up. It's getting late for you guys. I mean, it's getting late for me. It's just getting later for you. Um, True. I mean, I could just like get in. If we just move the camera up a little bit, I could just get in bed. We could just keep going. <laughs> no. So, so what we need to do is the next time we have you guys on, we're going to start earlier so that we can fucking straight put out like a four hour episode. And it will not knock in anyone's sleep. I'll bring a cooler. I will have to take piss breaks. That's fine. We'll take them in shifts. Yeah, shit will get out of control. Because I didn't wear pants. Yeah. So I can't go anywhere. Wait, what? Right here for as long as we keep going. She's not wearing pants. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm stuck here. So like, wait, 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 wait. No bottoms at all or just not like pants underwear on like <laughs> okay and that's what i was curious i'm like is she clam out in front of kenny because that's weird oh, no, because that she does frequently so, well i mean so 
photos done. Like we were in the process of redoing the website and we had professional photos done. And the photographer was like, we want to do an indoor set like with how you guys normally record. And I was like, no, Katie, you need pants for this. (laughs) And he was like, yeah, like how you guys normally record. And I was like, I mean, I'm going to take my pants off. Because I literally have never recorded a single episode of the podcast in pants. Yeah, that's true. Ever. At least you put a shirt on for this. I'm real proud I of did. you. I did. Kenny, yeah. does she normally wear a shirt for? No. No, recording the regular show. I do uh, not a shirt. I wear not. I wear my sleep shirt. But that's not like this is like a button-down like shirt that you have. Um, but it's you. Thing. But I don't wear a bra. I but I do wear a shirt. And but I never wear pants. You guys but, have a very weird dynamic. Corey doesn't wear a bra either. Not tonight. In the old days when we had our Yeti mic, I'm fully uh, brought up though. We we used to have to record without the air on, like through like high. Yeah, yeah. Corey, Corey turns the air off all the time, and I'm like, who fucking cares, man? I'm like, just be comfortable and let that weird sound in the background. I don't give a shit. We could not with our old mics, and so we before we bought our new ones, we like literally I would record in my underwear, and that would be it. Huh? And I would. Like just trying to just, just fucking starfished out so you don't sweat. <laughs> Honestly, so we have recorded like that before. Actually, now we know why your Patreon's so high. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Wow. I'm gonna take my five dollars back. You don't need my money. <laughs> we have special tiers. I do read smut on the Patreon. She now. does. I know. I saw that it showed up in my email, and I'm like, "What is this?" It's pretty fucking funny. Well, spank bank material for later. <laughs> it's all uh it's it's horror smut but it is so poorly we could totally have that be done but matt doesn't read not well <laughs> do you want me to try and read their patreon stuff because it's not gonna end well no damn bae no. Oh, no. you are really pulling on a little haunted hot strings <laughs> Do you want me to stop or do you want me to keep going? I can keep going. There's a tote bag down at the end. <laughs> There's a tote bag in it for you. You want me to get to that, that tote bag? We love you right back. In addition <laughs> to an invocation on our show, access all our bonus audio and visual content through Patreon. Oh, damn. I want a handwritten thank you note. How much should I fucking... Yeah. Did I really have to give you $35 a month to get a handwritten thank you note? You're going to get one of those, actually. Right directly from myself. Oh, fuck that. Yeah, you should write it, and uh, you'll know that she wrote it without wearing pants. Yes. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I, you know what? And, and I am I'm I feel a little bad saying this, but I said I want to know you wrote it without hands. You don't <laughs> have pants on, so it's just... But yeah, a fucking free t-shirt and a tote well, bag. And a handwritten thing. <laughs> a tote bag. Because we had somebody from PBS once. <laughs> <laughs> just, you could tote all your shit around. <laughs> Uh, we have um, one of our one of our listeners who's been with us for like ever. She's like a soccer mom, but she's the coolest soccer mom you'll ever meet oh, in your yeah. fucking life. She's yeah, bad. don't shit talk soccer, man. I played soccer. I love it. She wicked metal and makes. She has her own clothing shop, and she like knits all the time. And the haunted heart tote bag is like her knit her knitting bag that she carries with it with her to like all her kids' events. Yeah, that's cool as fuck, actually. Yeah. Um, we have no one like that. So thanks. <laughs> no, actually, she would probably. Hmm, I'm. I'm gonna have to recommend you guys. 
Although I think now we have nine listeners, Corey. Uh-oh. And if we don't hit nine downloads, I'm looking at you too. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. I was just going to say, Matt, I, this week I did my, uh, my best effort to wear only T-shirts that related to either you, Levi, or my wife. So I wore, Sorry. I wore my hate shirt. I wore your band shirt. I wore the new T-shirt that my wife did, and I wore the new uh, Levi uh, Smurf shirt. So I was like, did, I just, "Are you like going to try and get me to go and pull out the bin of shirts and try and sell them right here?" So I sell none, but I put no, in I all the effort like, to go get out the bin. I'm just saying that I'm I'm fan enough for anybody. That, no, it's very sweet of you. I'm your soccer mom. Aww. Aww. But you didn't fucking bring orange slices to the show. <laughs> that, I'm glad not only with Katie my hands, thought that was funny. Heart. Fucking no one gets orange slices and vitamin C and hydration. <laughs> I will I will ship you a case of ecto coolers. Oh, yeah. I don't want fucking ecto coolers. Yeah, you do. I do. Don't lie to me, you little whore. We have to fucking rate this movie. I know. <laughs> it's been going on for so goddamn long. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Wait, fuck, Mary, kill. Wait, so um, yes. Fuck, Mary, kill. Yeah, Mary, fuck, kill. So if you fuck it, Listen, you watch yeah. it once, you let her go, you kill it, and you really hated it. You'll probably never ever watch this again. Marry it, you'd purchase it. Like a like a true marriage, you pay for it for the rest of your life. Uh, <laughs> I would marry it. Of course, you would. But I would wait. marry it because I like to watch it and I like to get something like different. I've seen it a couple times and I get something different every time. And I'm just into that whole like overthinking everything in it. And I enjoy that. So I would I would probably marry it. I would also marry Winston Duke. Just saying. And also fuck him. Um, Seriously, M'Baku, I was like, holy shit. I, he's so great. Yeah, it was and, beautiful. Yeah beautiful time he literally in as Mbaku just started barking at a man who was trying to like speak to him you've and never done that barking at his fucking face yeah, which is amazing barked at yeah. someone when he's trying to talk to you <laughs> yeah. arf, i have arf, but i've never arf, seen man. another human big dmx arf. fan i don't know just whatever <laughs> I'm I'm also a little upset that at no point in this entire two hour and forty goddamn minute episode anyone has ever talked about Tim Heidecker in this sh- in this movie. Are you, I, mean, I don't know. Oh yeah. my god, you two! I mean, go for it. <laughs> I have to assume he's from something like Tim and Eric or some he other. Fucking is man. Tim and Eric? It's That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Why is he in this? He's not that great. He was fine. We broke Matt. So I was just happy to see Tim in something because Eric was in Master of None and with his wine and all that shit and Tim didn't really get any sort of recognition outside of Tim and Eric and he's not great but he's not bad. And when he's very much like a dick and fart joke kind of human being, it, it just it was kind of cool to see him in this. He also wrote he an entire acoustic album about getting broken up with. He did a good job playing his character. I haven't. Um, Apparently, you're the only one here that has. I mean, I did that. Do you want to push your your breakup album? 
No, it's not something for human consumption. <laughs> if Charles Manson can do it, you can do it. Yeah, Manson's uh, music's actually not. It's not terrible. And no, I'm saying yours not. probably is also not terrible. I'm trying to help out here. And Hitler was a hell of an artist. It's terrible. Fully, fully terrible. <laughs> it's really bad. Well, if you need a drummer, give me a call. <laughs> I will. I wish I could find. Oh, I think it's in the car. My friend. <laughs> just, I, I don't know where it might be. I, it's in my third sleeve. I don't know where it's in. It's in my <laughs> but, car. Well, no, my friend gave <laughs> me like a CD jacket for it. And oh. like, it's amazing. I wish that I had it so that I could show it to you because you would laugh a lot. It was well, good thing the internet exists. You can just send it to us 15 minutes after we're done here. Sure. I'm not going to walk to the car to get that. Sorry, <laughs> I, I don't blame to... you one bit. It's probably warm out. <laughs> I'm going right in there. Like <laughs> Right in there looks like you're going into a candle holder. Here. Well, in here. Well, there is bed. a bed behind you. It it does not look three-dimensional. It's, oh, it's here we made of cast iron. See? Oh, shit. That's yeah. my bed. That is a fuck dungeon if I ever saw one. <laughs> then you have never seen Jenny's one, Jenny's like, sir. I've heard some noises out of this room. It's terrifying. <laughs> That's when she puts on the pants. Oh. Uh, made of cast iron for no reason. <laughs> oh, no. He's, he, oh, my God. He's looking off in the distance like he's seen some shit. <laughs> the stuffed oh. animals are sound dampeners. Oh, no. <laughs> Kenny, you can come stay with me. There's no weird sounds that happen here because I'm married. <laughs> if Kenny's there, maybe there will be. There might be. I don't know. The first time I got any in a long time. Um, <laughs> Kenny, do you you have to marry fuck kill this movie, and I swear, I hope to sweet Jesus, my wife doesn't listen to this. <laughs> All right, who's going? Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're up, bud. Uh... Oh no, she just texted me. <laughs> I'm gonna... Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just want to say we've now made the rounds that everybody, including your wife, has interrupted Kenny being able to speak. <laughs> Don't worry, it's just a picture of my dog sleeping. Okay. Let's see. Oh no! Eh, look at that! Eh, eh, eh. That's a beautiful glare. <laughs> oh, see it. That. Oh. Yep. Five dollars a month, you can have my phone number, Katie. I'll just send you pictures of my dogs. I'm into that. That's, that works. <laughs> yeah. um, I will gladly would... send you pictures of my dogs for free. Okay. I'm gonna marry. Why? You didn't get a chance to talk a lot about this movie, so I am seriously curious why. <laughs> so, all right. Um, and that's all the time we have for uh, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I actually wouldn't hate if you did No, I don't want to cut you off. I for the gag. For the gag? Yeah. yeah. Totally. Totally do it for the gag. Um many things for the gag. Um anyway. Uh <laughs> oh, I thought we were making gag sounds. No, is that uh, not part of the show? Because um I think that it's something that I could, like you said, I could keep coming back to and find different things each time, which is really cool. I understand like the, um, I understand liking having something that's just very like clear and like, this is what it is, but there's something that to like adding in different things that gives a film rewatch value. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, I think this, I think us has a lot of rewatch value for me personally, not to mention the fact that like the acting was incredible and like I could watch the nuances and the physicalities of everything of the actors. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and also like score music. Like I love the fact that um, he was able to take something like, like that song, like I got five on it, and then just turn it into something really just menacing. creepy and yeah. menacing, and mm-hmm. and just for the fucking kill scene, like the second family, like I love that shit, and I so I could it has a lot of rewatch value in it for me, so that's why I would marry it. I'm not gonna tell you you're wrong, but you sure she ain't right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you look so defeated no no no, no. I, I'll, I'll never like seriously shit on someone for why they like something um it just really didn't make sense to me that's fair yeah Corey, how about you uh man it's tough because in a lot of and ways that's all the time we got for this one that would be saving a lot of people a lot <laughs> of i can really would uh i i in a lot of ways i really do love the movie and I, I want to marry it, but I think maybe it's an open marriage uh, because I mean, I'll fucking put open marriage into this spreadsheet. That makes absolutely no sense that we have. That's what we need is we need more score. It's an open marriage. It, it's, it's a really good film and I like a lot of it. I just don't know how much I'm going to come back to it to rewatch it. Mm-hmm. I'm greatly impressed. And I would love to watch that. Those actors as those characters, as that family a lot more. Um, because every moment I was with them as a family, I I just adored it. Um, but as as just getting to the gist of it takes a while, it goes a little slow. Getting the end wasn't hugely impressive in in where they finish up, but I did have a lot of fun with this film, and I see the genius behind it. Uh, so I'm probably just gonna go fuck with a lot of longing. <laughs> I thought we read an open marriage. Yeah, fuck with a lot of lawning is too much to type. I'm leaving it in an open marriage. Run for open marriage. Yeah. Run for open marriage because then you can repeat offense like Friends whenever you want. Yeah, right. that's that's a good point. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going with fuck. Mm-hmm. Like there may be someday where I'm like, you know what? I miss that puss. But. I don't know. Like, I was so excited to go watch this movie again. And I just, at the end of it, I was like, are you fucking over yet? Yeah. <sighs> the best thing about switching this scoring pattern is the explanations we have for what would normally be relationships and how disgusting it is. And they give our way. show so much more credibility than we had before. It reveals so much more about us and how we approach relationships. Right. right. Are you over yet? Yeah, right? Like, are you, are you done yet? <laughs> I hear that a lot. Um, Here's a picture of a dog. It's the only way I can relate to you anymore. We just usually watch Anchorman. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all she wrote. Now you ask them about their show and where people can go find them. Do I have to, though? It helps. Wait, can they hear us? Maybe. <laughs> Shit. The good thing is that there's no audience to also listen in. Well, there's nine people now that they are consistently listening to this show. So seven. 
Carry the one. Phil was already here. B was already here. So we're down to five. Two of those are friends. It's for three. Okay, so we're good. Um, where can people find your show, guys? Anywhere. Anywhere you listen to podcasts. Well, that's a shitty answer, Catherine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'll drink less the next time you're on. <laughs> you know my name was almost gonna be Catherine. Uh, are you legally a Katie? It was I was almost a Catherine. You're legally a Katie? No, I'm a Caitlin. Oh. That was good. Yeah. I was Catherine. Right. Should we should we redo this then? And then, and then my grandpa answer, Caitlin. R, because my grandpa supposedly cheated with a woman named Catherine, and Caitlin was too close. It was a lot. So I'm glad I'm not star, though. Um, I feel like that would have led to a very different life. That's okay. You could know Matt for like two years and not tell him your real name and then confuse the fuck out of him one day. Hey, hey guys. Corey's real name is Donald. <laughs> Really? Took me oh, two yeah. years to figure that little gem out. Donald Cantwell. Cantwell? For fucking two two years, oh, I thought his name was Corey so Scott, like a <laughs> fucking two first name dick mouth. <laughs> and that's why my identity didn't get compromised, Equifax. Fuck you. Uh, there's nothing to do with the fact that I got a three digit credit score. Yeah. One, two, yeah. three. Uh, so the show. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wait, sorry. We have one. Yeah, we um, do. We have one of those things. No, we're everywhere that you listen to podcasts except for SoundCloud because SoundCloud fucking hates us. No, we have. I think we have like a few episodes. Ours is enough. You're the first people to ever complain about SoundCloud. No one puts it on SoundCloud unless you're a fucking mumble rapper. So don't even say it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't Speaking know. Saying it, can you say the name of the show? The Hunter Hard Podcast. There's a fucking picture above their heads, and I said it yeah. earlier. Audio podcast listener, I know you think this is her bit anyway. On yeah, no, let me do it. I'm gonna do it really well. Okay, I I want Kenny to do it. Do you want me to do it? Okay. I mean, I do, but you're just gonna give it to her, and it's gonna be a whole thing, and this will go on for ten more minutes. (laughs) Not as not any not because you're you're not a short winded little buddy. I'm just saying we're gonna fuck around like a bunch of dickheads because that's our problem. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Ouch! Another cat. Yeah. Um, wait, wait, wait. That's a different one. Yeah, yeah. that's what? Minerva. Mm, it's a really good Deftones song. She's a black cat. She's cute. Uh, and when she wants to listen to the Hunter Hunter podcast, she goes to her favorite podcast app that's uh-huh. not SoundCloud, yes. and she's been on Wednesdays for full episodes. And then on the weekends, she checks us out for Netflix and Kill, where we review, as we said at the top of the show, a uh, current streaming film on Netflix and give it a chill or kill rating. So you can find us there. You can find us on Instagram at The Haunted Heart Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at The Haunted Heart. And you can find our closed Facebook group on Facebook if you search The Haunted Heart Podcast there. And that's actually a cool group. You should join that group. I'm yeah. in it already, so thanks for paying any sort of fucking attention. Sorry, we have a murder mod squad that deals with that. But... <laughs> Sorry. What? They have mods. You have people? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> What's it like to have people? 
Hey, we kept Beatmaster up until four o'clock in the morning a couple weeks ago trying to figure out how to make this show work when we were doing it. That's he was he's he's Swedish and he was in Spain. It was we had a like ten minute conversation on time zones. Uh, it was very strange. Um, huh. I'm trying to think, if there's anything else about your show that people need? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. Just search, man. If you yeah. if you search the haunted heart, in some places it pulls up this pastor who was really <laughs> active like a couple years ago, but I think maybe he had some trouble with his faith because yeah. Where do you think I got the pulpit? <laughs> God damn it, Corey! What? I, I wiped out the competition. I took his pulpit when I took him out. Oh. <laughs> yep. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Corey, what yeah. are you fucking? doing whatever with this week i'm sweating balls this is like how would i why do i do this why do i come up here for three hours on a sunday night when i know i gotta be up early and this is not gonna shower off easily i need to put need a to toilet in here that would be amazing that would Rambo be the, literally the best thing i could do because then i don't have to worry about peeing yeah are you pushing your wife yourself <laughs> that's what rude. i do i, I don't wife. just down the stairs yeah i live in michigan now it's okay no, like this uh, is part of the vows. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I I've got nothing to to really pitch this week. You could, you can follow Corey's wife at Hag underscore attack. Phil Rude is Phil something Rude. I think forty five. Uh, uh, his Instagram. He's uh, yeah. he's got a page. Phil Rude, that illustrator guy. Yep. On Facebook. I'm trying to yeah. think of everything you could ever think of that you like to talk about. Um, uh, don't ask comics. Go to yes. don'tasscomics.com. You can see some of the comics I helped write with uh, Levi Krauss, and you can see all his other work. He's been posting the original Levi's World books uh, recently on there, so it's always fun. Yeah. Matt, uh, where can people find you? Up your ass and to the left. And that's <laughs> where we find Matt on Untapped. Matt the Lifeguard, two Ts. <laughs> yeah, you can find me on Instagram and Untapped Matt the Lifeguard. I don't use Twitter anymore. I didn't tweet anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm trying to think of other things we talked about. Random S Press dot uh, bigcartel dot com. If you want beer glassware, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not being. I don't want you to think I'm. T- no, 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 no. Um, on Instagram. Let me, um, Katie. Let me know if you're gonna get something. I'll say something to James. He can send you like a nice dick pic with the the glasses. What? Uh, nothing. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> No, James is a really good friend of mine. So if you're gonna get something, like I'll just let him know that it that you're a friend of mine. Oh, um, not saying that this is gonna get you anything other than a box with maybe some Rick Astley pictures in it, but yeah, that's, I mean, that would be interesting. It's happened to me more than once. Oh, if I had a box of Rick Astley pictures, I don't know that I could ever get that up. <sighs> Jesus fucking Christ, Corey. you deserve that. Three hours. Wait, why are you drinking hard seltzer on Instagram? Because okay, okay. Did you did you read? Hey, hey, did you read the fucking caption? No, not yet. Do it. Hey, Hornswoggle, fight me! I'm unruly right now. So okay, so earlier that night, Swoggle gave me a uh, um a white claw, and I said, yep. I don't know, man. I'm more of a of a truly guy. And he says, because you're a fucking pussy. And I said, I like to get unruly with trulies. So then, whatever, we were buddies. So then I went home and continued to drink and sent him that picture on Instagram. 
<laughs> the most <laughs> passive aggressive i don't think we can be friends anymore cool i've ever fucking heard this seems like a really bad time to ask people to rate us on itunes okay <laughs> yeah, well you can't rate us any worse than a two star well you mean you can there's a one star oh, but please don't you literally yeah, you can, can. <laughs> shut up you guys challenge accepted well, we have we have more than nine reviews, so I'm hoping whomever will never ever notice that. Oh, Kenneth. Other listeners, uh, if you rate them uh, less than five stars, I will fucking come find your ass. Yeah, we'll get you. We'll get you, and it won't be good. No, won't be it good won't. getting you. Damn. Well, I want Ken, uh, Katie. I'd like to know why Kenny's followed me on Instagram and you haven't. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm following you. Follow. Well, the, ha- the haunted heart has, but. You have oh, not. you were on the Haunted Heart page. What, you want, like, my personal Instagram? Yeah, I followed a Bitch, I thought we were friends. Like, me trying to, like, be... Trying to be fit. It's rough. It's a lot. I, I don't really do my personal Instagram anymore. We both use that. She has people for that. She has people. No, my personal... Actually, it was... Oh, what is it? I think it was, like, Final Girl Fit. She ain't been updated in a minute. So... <sighs> I guess we'll just keep that podcast show wall of friendship involved. I guess uh, that's going to do it for another episode of the podcast. Here. Corey, why don't you go ahead and say your catchphrase, which is oddly similar to theirs, too, which sounds like we stole it from them. Well, uh, it, stay scary, everybody. Oh. Is it safe? <laughs> Sorry. We, you guys froze, and we were oh. lost. Yeah. Corey finishes every show with Stay Scary and yours is Stay Spooky. Oh, that's cute, though. We can try that. What? Are we going to say it all together? Like, No. I mean, you guys can if you want to try. It's going to be really bad because of the fucking internet. But one, two, three. Huh? Stay, stay scary, everybody. Stay. <laughs> the internet is fucked up. Bye.